Good evening. How are you doing? Well, my feedback is so screwed up, but it is. Survive the weekend? Do you wish that you didn't? A that going around. How are you? How's it going? 312. We're here back at the whatever this. Basically jail. <laughs> the odious layout of dirtbags that everybody uh, loves to hate. You know, when they're not buying you supper, I guess. <laughs> How's it going? Welcome back. I don't know how this is going to go. Probably not well. I, uh feel like trash and don't give a shit as usual so uh, i'm just gonna scream and yell a lot maybe and maybe just maybe i'll leave in 10 minutes i don't know there's really no <laughs> there's really no hard and fast rules here i mean i'm it's it's just me i can i can quit whenever i want and the urge to do so increases by the day Plaid padre how are you brother he says good evening dags we're sitting at about 50 coins left you can get yours at the grift.shop lots of patches left there at dags dag swag .ca, one of those two by three, whatever they are, those little Velcro patches you can you can put on, you know, uh, laser guided bombs and all the other things that you guys are collecting because you know terrorism and so on. Or you can put them on hats and backpacks and jackets and, and stuff like that. And no, you will not get a wrench. No one gets wrenches anymore. This is the whole point. You don't get them back. They don't come back. No, you can't. CRJ, can you have a wrench? No, you can't. You're in purgatory. Um, he says, "Can you mail the mail back so I could?" No, it can't. It's destroyed. It's no. It's not going anywhere. It's it's gone to hell where it belongs. Um, <laughs> complete this prank at zero cost, except your mental health. I don't have any to lose, so there's there's really nothing to worry about there. Um, <laughs> there's no reason. There's no reason to to worry about it. YouTube, Odyssey, Rumble, Entropy, Podbean, Spotify, Twitch, and uh, the rest of the places. How are you guys? Um, hope you're doing. Good, I guess. I don't know. I don't know if you should hope for that. Like, I hope you're doing good. No one's do. You can't really hope for that anymore. I hope you're surviving. I guess is probably the best way. <laughs> I don't really know how else to uh, to put it. Uh, but yeah, no, no one's getting wrenches back. What if you never had a wrench to begin with? Well, then you don't get one because you're not odious enough. This is what it, this is how I need to parse who the who the mayonnaise terrorists and criminals are, and this is who I know they're not. I have two guys left. I think I have two moderators left, looks like. Harris, only Apparently, PEI is a mayonnaise-free zone, which is good. I'm looking... Yeah, it looks like it's just PEI. Okay, fine. That's that's fine. Maybe I'll... Uh, I mean, it is an island. Maybe everybody should just move there. We'll put landmines all along the beaches, and we'll just, you know, live on... I mean, they've got potatoes. You don't need to live on anything else, really. Some guys have chickens. I've seen that. Chickens and potatoes, and then... Uh, you know, there's water. Eat a crab. I don't care. Blow the bridge. Blow up the bridge. And we'll just build a build a fortress in PEI and do that. Uh, yeah, people are asking about the YouTube. So this is how YouTube works, guys. It's super gay. And YouTube, um, at every opportunity, it finds young children and sodomizes them. That's basically YouTube's entire purpose is to hunt children and molest them. Um, and a byproduct of that is it just, you know, I'm on channel. I have seven I've I've gone I've lost four, <laughs> I have five six and six. I've been using six because five had too many strikes and wasn't you know so you got to rotate and now six has too many strikes seven I haven't even used yet so I'm whatever uh, maybe next time but for now and this you know they'll take this one down 
and we'll just keep moving on. I've gone. I'll go through twenty five fucking channels before this is over. But uh, yeah, that's where it is. If you're confused, it, you know some people are. You know, there's there's. I have seven chat box windows up. Um, four of them are very busy, and I can't possibly. <laughs> so people are asking. Uh, you know, what, what am I reading? It's the entropystream.live slash Raging Dissident is the main one. And then Rumble, of course, as well, if you find me on there. And those those are the ones that I'm that I'm reading. Like Mama, Mama J, Mama J69 says, I gave up Disney Plus, Milk, and Mayo. Here, take my savings. Well, you're rich now. You're rich now. The Deputy Prime Minister said you just have to you just have to get rid of Disney Plus and every you know, you'll it's a huge expense, really. It's it's Disney Plus or a mortgage in most people's uh, homes. Vic Gotnik, I hope you're not well, it will be the summertime soon. This this guy eats June bugs whole. Just chews them up. I'm pretty sure this is the guy. Very disturbing. Could be used in some kind of psychological warfare operation, I'm sure. Uh, he says, just wanted to suggest the th- the song Thieves by Ministry for future use. Oh, Ministry's got some good ones. Why am I so tall all of a sudden? Man, these cameras don't... <laughs> Whatever. It, it's not like anybody cares. I could point this at my fucking toe. Wouldn't make any difference. <laughs> Thieves by Ministry for Future Jews. I think you'll find it fits the theme quite nicely. Oh, yeah, take my money. I will. I will take your money, and I will use it for nefarious purposes. Full Dry, how you doing, buddy? Say, oh, I want a rinse, Vinny. I'll give you off, or you can't refuse. No, you lost your rent. How many times are I going to say this? There will be no wrenches for mayonnaise, people. You don't get it. Nope. You eat mayonnaise, you're not allowed. You're demoted. Perhaps permanently. We don't know. We're going to see how this shakes out. We may need an independent inquiry. I'm going to investigate myself. I'm going to appoint a special person to investigate myself. I'm going to appoint either Philip or myself to investigate me, and um, I'm. It'll be it'll be totally above board, and there'll be nothing weird going on. We're definitely not going to just investigate ourselves. Fine, we did nothing wrong, and then say you could trust us, and then we'll just move on. And then anybody that has a problem with it, we'll just you know banish them to uh, prison, maybe. Well, we're, we're still working on legislation. We want, we want to make basically. I'm I'm trying to model myself after the Canadian government, and I want to have a world where anyone that doesn't like me is killed, is just destroyed, is is eradicated. You know, uh, to get there. I mean, first we're going to go through. You know, like political. We're already at the political prisoner stage. Um, soon we'll get some more legislation in. Then we can then we can start going after people. You know, putting just regular like little kids in prison. Like it doesn't matter. Anybody that just disrespects us at all says anything. Like there's only two genders. Maybe just hopefully, hopefully we'll have on the spot executions in elementary schools for anyone that doesn't like. But you know, we're working towards it. I'm I'm just modeling myself after the Canadian uh, government. You know. Um, that's just how it's done. This is how it's done, guys. There's there's not enough room. This is a demo- This is a democratic country, and that means that you do whatever the fuck I say all the time. And anybody that disagrees with me is a piece of shit terrorist, and we should uh, deploy the full weight of federal resources on them to destroy their lives. That's that's how they. That's freedom, guys. That's what free countries do. Okay, for because I mean, hey, they're they're saying words and they're saying things that I don't like. Like these, I don't know if you guys understand. There's there's people saying things that I don't like. I mean, what else? Do, I mean, this is how. Do you know why they, why Hiroshima, and Nagasaki got nuked? Well, obviously the Japanese were talking shit, so they had to die. That's just how this. This. This is just how the free world operates. Okay. Uh, Mr. Bullock's is one year anniversary of V4F. Yes, it is Veterans for Freedom with the number four dot ca. Um, if you're recently retired or soon to be in the Canadian Forces, I recommend checking those guys out. If you want to find, uh, you know, find your friends and find like-minded guys that are like this is. It, if you got out of the Canadian forces for a specific reason, like it's fucking retarded now, uh, there is an 18, nearly 19% attrition rate. So within two years, we, but we won't have a military. Um, so it's, it's worth, you know, 
we're just going to lose 20% of our workforce this year, go into next year with 20% less, can't uh, can't hire new guys, can't train new guys because we didn't have enough to begin with. We just lost 20% of those, and this and the struggle continues. So uh, it's it's great. Zebex Demise says, I denounce mayonnaise. Can I have a wrench? I promise I won't mention quiche, cottage cheese, maybe. Nope, absolutely not. Can't be trusted. Um, anybody, anybody that's trying to get a wrench because of, you know, how do I know? You could just be saying that. You could be a subversive mayonnaise infiltrator. I don't know. I'm not talking about mayonnaise anymore. This is disgusting. It's gone too long. So, uh, Godzilla says, Ragecast is sponsored by Spatulon Skunk Works, makers of Spatulon Scepter, <laughs> and other fine trench warfare and bedroom playtime weapons. Whether you want to smash heads or smash tails, do it with Spatulon. Spatulon is a great... Um, it's not great. It's okay. I mean, it's not diagonal great, but it's it's not bad. It's a fledgling little you know, <laughs> little place. It's got the it's got the a, a, a whatever that is, Niagara Falls. It's got the water hole. We love the water hole, right? We need the, the ocean hole. Sorry, it's technically a, what? No, it's an ocean hole, and we just throw people in it. That's the that's really the trade. They wanted the protection of the Diagonalian uh, war camels. And we were like, well, in exchange, we want to be able to use your ocean hole to throw people to their death. And they were like, that's fine. That's, that is agreeable. And they sent me the scepter. And now I'm honorary, uh, you know, they've basically gifted me their kingdom. They're a vassal state now. Skylon is a vassal state of Daglon. You know, we're, we're getting there. We're getting around. Uh, war criminal CRJ, that's a euphemism. That's, that's putting it mildly. He says, unreal. Who even wants a wrench? Ain't got time. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you don't want it? Your reverse psychology isn't going to work on me, sir. Where's the GoFundMe? There are no GoFundMe's. I'm turning them off. I'm so... You know, no, there's none. Stop it. Stop Stop sending me money. I don't... Oh, I'm this close. I, I'm like a stubbed toe away from just being like, I'm done. You know? There's a lot of... Yeah. I mean, I don't have to do this. <laughs> And I don't need to. I don't always want to. Oftentimes, I don't want to. I have a full pension from the military. I don't. I don't have to do any of these. Any of this, you know. Um, and uh, you know, your 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 reward, your thanks for basically throwing your own life on the train tracks to be destroyed in the name of your principles and your values and the things that, that matter to you and, and speaking truth to power and so on. Um, yeah, people people just attack you for that, especially if you're any good at it. If you get anywhere, you make any kind of dents at all, then they just attack. It's crabs in a bucket is, is big time. So that's why... Um, that's why a lot of Canadians don't deserve help. They don't deserve any kind of support because they, they don't, they, they're, they're incapable of even helping themselves. They sit around disgusting, lazy, and just talk shit to people and demand someone fix their problems. Motherfucker, you can't even fix your own body. You can't even fix your own health. You can't even fix your own financial situation. You can't get a job. Are you even trying to find a job? Most of these guys are sitting around on, how many of these motherfuckers were sitting around collecting serve money, you know? Ridiculous. I have no, I have really, like 85, like most of the characters, you know, are, are shit. These, you know, I'm a freedom fighter. Nah, you're just an angry loser. And uh, you just, you know, you, you, you're, re the reason there's so many of them, I think, is because these are the kinds of the people that just basically can't make it in society. They're unlikable. They're dumb. They're, um, you know, they're just lazy. They can't hold a job. They, you know, they don't have families. They're just fucked up. You know, and they've got nowhere to go. And then this was <laughs> early on, especially when when the government tyranny was it was um, you know in full force. A lot of these people who uh, had nowhere else to go show up to these these groups, these gatherings of people, and 
hey, you know, it, it was the more the merrier at the time, and everybody just welcomed everybody. And that is not the right policy. <laughs> As we've learned the hard way over the past year or so, eight months for sure. And there's a lot of shitheads out there. And my advice to you is to just uh, cut them like an umbilical cord. Cut them loose like a life raft and say, bye-bye. And you just ignore them forever. Like, just, we don't have time. We don't have time. They're energy vampires. They're just, you know... It's disgusting. Uncle Kenny says, peeps are donating to the Ministry of Truth. Goblin gives and go. So they can leave comments. What are you talking about? The Ministry of Truth? The Ministry of Truth? Goblin gives and go? Goblins, uh, they like money. They, they're a big fan, you know. What else is going on? Um, this is Bex Demise. I'll stop sending you money when you start eating quiche on air. Well, I could just stop going on and then there, there, this, would be, this would all be over, which is, you know. Colbert's mom says Pebbles versus JT tomorrow morning at the London Courthouse. Well, actually, it turns out there is a butt there. Let me see if I can find it. I don't know where the fuck. See where I, lo- I lo- missed this earlier. Uh, uh, Christ, nothing is ever where you, <laughs> where you think it is. You know, leave it somewhere. Can't find it. Actually, it turns out in Canada, if you're impo- if you're like, if you're somebody that just doesn't give a shit about the, any like you just do whatever the fuck you want as the as this government clearly does you don't have to go to court so the prime minister doesn't have to go so the defendant the the the, the person may, laying the charges you know or the the the, vic, the supposed victim of such a grievous assault that nobody even fucking noticed that it happened complete political stunt waste of everyone's time and money needlessly putting through people through just to just to make a point these people are abs- they're fucking despicable and they oh i'm not showing up for that then fucking throw it out but they you know they won't you know they won't this country is a fucking joke there is no reason to listen to anything these people say nothing all, all they've done is lie and lie and lie about really serious things. Hey, hands up. How many people have noticed an explosion in rare cancers? Very aggressive, exploding, out of control cancer. Sudden deaths, strokes, blood clots, teenagers dropping dead, healthy adults, guys in their 20s or 30s or 40s, all over the place. Anybody notice that? How did that happen? Well, the government made sure that that fucking happened. But don't worry. You can trust them this time. This time they're not lying, guys. They're not. No, no. They, I mean, they've lied a million other times. But this time you can trust them. There is no, you can't trust the RCMP. You can't trust the police. You can't trust anyone in the government. Literally nothing they say matters. I don't care what they say. Oh, did people said this and dro- I, I don't, I don't care. I don't care. I don't follow any of it. Uh, I walk to the, uh, I, I try to go for, you know, walks a few times a week just to get out in the sun, you know, in the air and get a, you know, a couple hours, you know, move your legs around while you're thinking and do what, I mean, this is what I do, what I like to do, you know, and, uh, I, I listen to question period, which is more like jerk me off, jerk off my ego period. If anybody's ever listened to this in Canada lately, holy fuck! First of all, there was several people. I listen. I, I made it for about forty minutes, and I just it, it's a it's a complete waste of time. There's no reason for any of those people to be there. It's it's pointless. It's obsolete. Several of them took minutes at a time to recognize so and so who did some stuff who is now dead, and I, I'm like, we don't have time for this. The, the amount, like, the, since wh- why, why is our our governmental house of commons, our parliament system, it, it, is this like a funeral home? Like, I get it. Okay, someone died. It's sad, sure, but like, excuse me, we're gonna stop the government for a minute because I have to tell everybody about this person who, like, I don't. 
Oh, and then when that's not happening, they're, at, again, asking questions that the other side isn't going to answer. It answers questions that nobody asked and back and forth. And we go, and today, you know, the big news, the, 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 the government's pretending it's trying to push for a public inquiry. And we It was 45 minutes of people going, are you going to have an inquiry or not? And the other side going, we have implemented all kinds of safeguards and we have a committee and we, yes, but are you doing a, are you doing an inquiry or not? We have implemented measures to have a transparent Canada and is, why, why are we wasting time? Why does anyone waste time with this? Why do they even show up? It's a fucking fart. They know that. But they have no problem taking your money. They're getting paid $200,000. They're, they're millionaires, a lot of these, most of them. And all of them will be if they stay in there long enough. They're paid very handsomely, huge pensions, tons of tons of write-offs. Everything's taxable. Everything's fucking, you know, the fat, you know, garbage they shovel into their mouths and all, you know, flying around eating caviar and drinking booze and doing that. It's all charged to the taxpayer, guys. They don't spend a dime on anything. <laughs> and they get a pension after, like, what is it, six years? What job can you do for six years and get a pension? Never mind a job that useless as a politician. You don't do anything. You sit, especially the opposition, especially the conservative opposition, you stand there and slowly morph into liberals and get paid for it while pretending to oppose liberals. It's disgusting. There's no reason for them to, there's no reason, don't listen to anything they say. I'm really, people are still like, they have these press conferences, everybody wants to go see what they say. It doesn't matter. They don't, they do not, it doesn't matter what they say. Everything they say is a lie. Everything they say is a move. Everything is part of a game. It's all just manipulation. They're all trying to manipulate you. That's it. So why listen to anything they say? Fine. When is the last time, when, I can't think of any time actually, that a politician, a political leader in this country made me uh, feel proud of anything? That I, that I was like, wow, you know, good for them. That's incredible. Finally, I, I can't, I don't know. I mean, at the federal level, I mean, there was that thing Derek Sloan tried to do, but everyone ignored that because it was fake news and it was medical misinformation. It's all been proven true since. And the government, again, is killing people. Oh, and by the way, they've ordered 90 million more doses. So I, I don't know if you, thought, you guys thought this was over. Uh, it's not. <laughs> they've ordered 90 million more. And uh, they're making lots of money, and they're still doing all the test kits. They're making lots of money on them, too. All the masks, making lots of money on that. They inflict misery and pain on us, get rich for it, and then tell you to settle down and shut up when you have a problem with it. And, the, and, and everyone's like, oh, well, we have to li No, we don't have to listen to anything they say. They're morally bankrupt. They have no moral authority to rule or lead or do anything. It's like you, you, might, as well just, you might as well just agree that, yeah, it's a criminal cartel. The, the government of Canada, in its entirety overall as an entity is a criminal cartel and to to listen to the, to take anything they say with like you know an air of seriousness at all is just b ridiculous why don't why don't you go bow down to the fucking MS13 guys you know oh they're human traffickers and murderers yeah so is the canadian government <laughs> so you know trade one for the other difference does it make it's a mess. I hate this place. Um, uh, Mr. Pondre says, Dang, you dags are wild with these coins. We just went from 50 to less than 30. <laughs> Buy the other 30. There's 30 of these coins. I have one upstairs. I should have brought it down with me. I had one of the rings upstairs. I should have brought it down with me. And I, had, I do have a flag over there, but that's about it. Um, yeah, they're cool. Little, they're actually they're very well made. Those little challenge coins, they're, they're cool, and the patches are 
are neat and, and the, the rings are banging. You know, you can <laughs> do stuff with it. You could put them on and look. <laughs> People will ask questions and you can explain them to explain all kinds of things to them. Ah, uh, where do we begin now? What is going on? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I should mention this. The YouTube people, again, if you want it, like, again, it's Rumble and it's Entropy is, is this chance that I'm uh, monitoring the most and, and responding to. Uh, but you got to go to the website, guys. RagingDistant.com has all the links to the things that are above, you know, up there somewhere that update all the time. So, you know, I, I don't know how many times people do this. Like, ah, oh, the channel got deleted and I don't know. Yeah, I know. That's why I keep, and the Telegram page, t.me slash raging distant II. I'm not getting any more apps, man. Well, then goodbye. Because <laughs> this is like, that's, this is what happens. You know how many apps we've had to migrate through and move to because of the bannings and the censorship and, you know. Fine, go watch Ben Shapiro. I don't care. I've never cared. This is free, you know. Don't expect YouTube to be sticking around. I'm on Gab as well, but I don't really use that very much. All right. Ram the Third says the government of Canada even sells cocaine. They might as well start dressing like Cholos and Chapos. Might as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We can have. There's. It's just sad. I'm almost like. I'm almost running out of things to say. Not because I don't have anything to say, but because I feel so. It's like. Like I don't, I don't even have the words. I'm running out of words to ju- to to describe how fucked up this is, how far gone this is, how they can, how any of them can carry on with their lives and just act like you know, it's just another day. We're just like we didn't just murder a ton of our own citizens, violate the living fuck out of their human rights, and they'll do it again. And uh, now we're just going to, you know, oh, China, China. You're all fucking taking money from the China. Every one of them are taking money. Come on. Every one of those parties is involved with somebody. They shouldn't be. Every single one. The amount of corruption in this country is rampant. It's rampant. It's If it's this out in the open at the very highest levels of government, imagine the shit you're not seeing. Imagine all the levels that aren't under this level that aren't under this much scru- this is this is the most scrutinized areas of the government and even there it's like there's a lot of very obvious problems here and no one's doing anything about it never mind the areas people aren't really paying any attention to or no attention to you know how corrupt that is how'd that Porta Peak inquiry go oh right how that uh, emergency act inquiry go oh right how is this next inquiry gonna go well, Ferry tells you exactly how it's going to go, and he's exact, he's 100% right. Here's how this whole Chinese influence thing plays out. One, we're going to investigate ourselves. Two, we did nothing wrong. Three, the whistleblower is actually the bad guy. Four, we need new laws to make sure no one blows the whistle on us again. CEMA inquiry. That's exactly what will happen. I don't, I don't have any reason to see, to think that anything different than that will happen. Past... Past history, uh, you know, is best indicator of future, you know, performance and blah blah blah. They're, they've never, they've never admitted wrongdoing for anything. If you ask these people, if you ask these these government officials, any one of them, they are all angels and saints that are just working their butts off, you know, working hard every day for Canadians. Um, and it's the other people that have that are all pieces of shit and awful. Yeah, uh, you're all terrible humans. Almost all of you. Um, I don't know how you live with yourselves. See, the suicide rate in Parliament should be enor- should be through the roof. I don't know if that's ever happened. Because, you know, rich people don't normally kill themselves. It's rare, you know. It's, it's not, it doesn't often happen. 
Poor people, though. Um, yeah, people that are hopeless and destitute, as, as more people in this country are than ever. I mean, Jesus, in the United States, as, you know, because we're, because Slava Ukraine, you guys, we're going to give away, how much did they just, what was it, another $400 million, you know, they're giving away an insane amount of money, and at the same time, there's, uh, you know, people lining up for food banks, waiting nine hours to get food stamps so they can eat, and they're, and they're breaking records. Oh, well. Oh, well. Fuck my own people, right? It's more important that we Slava. Slava Ukraine. There's not even a thought given to these people. There's not even a thought to like, hey, what about our... They don't even... And especially the conservatives. They're more concerned with the welfare and the opportunity. Their concern is opportunities for migrants. That's probably their number one fucking priority. They don't give a shit about you or me or anyone. None of them do. It's all a show. It's theater. And we need to stop treating them like they fucking matter or that they're any, anything at all to take notice of. Like they're impressive in any way. Like they're in any way worthy of support. Why? For what? What did you do? Oh, I stand here and I repeat talking points from the party leader who gets his from, you know, rich people in Europe. Oh, okay. So you're... Like a like a billboard, I guess, or you're like an answering machine, or you're like some kind of robot that just walks around with pre-programmed phrases, I guess. And then you sit there and you vote again on whoever the party leader is and whoever, and he gets his marching orders from elsewhere, other countries maybe, you know. So so what do we need you for again? I don't. All oh, right, to sit there and go today, some guy died of cancer, and I'm going to talk about him for three minutes while our country fucking burns to the ground. Maybe if you didn't lay off all those healthcare workers, there wouldn't be so many dead people. But they had to go um, because current thing. They didn't get the needle, right? Remember when you did that, everyone in the government? Hey, everyone in the government, remember when you supported that? Remember when you said it's we're all in this together, it's time to get vaccinated? Remember when you did all those things? I remember that. How many people did that kill, do you think? Because you, you did it. You didn't do your due diligence, and you signed secret fucking contracts with these horrid monstrous companies that have been found time and time and time again to be immoral, unethical, and just... I mean, they would sell heroin to a baby if they could get away with it. And you were like, sure, we'll sign secret contracts that absolve you of all liability, no matter what happens, and we have no fucking idea what the short, medium, and long-term consequences of any of this are. We're just going to do it because I'm scared of TV. I'm going to completely ignore my responsibilities in leadership and just endanger the public to a level never before seen. I, 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 uh, some people are looking into it. It, it sounds as though there's about 2,000 excess deaths in Nova Scotia just this year, or last year, rather. 2,000. Something like 1,900 people. I mean, 9-11 killed, what was it, 2,300, 2,200, something like that? That was enough to go to war for 20 years and kill 2 million people. Here's something else that I'm really, I really, I'm starting to see, and I want to, I want to uh, stop this train before it rolls out of the station at all. How many people have started to see this? I'm sorry, we here at the city council of and we at the organization of are very sorry. It turns out. The masks never did do anything. It turns out the vaccine is not safe and effective. It turns out, it turns out, we're sorry. 
We're sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, they're doing all this, and that's it. When someone is, listen, you, you didn't get the sports scores wrong. You didn't give an inaccurate weather report. You misinformed people to a degree that was lethal, had lethal consequences, and you think you can say, I'm sorry, and we're just going to move on? You're not sorry, because someone that was sorry would be beside themselves with horror, because your con- that's what a conscience does, and your conscience would demand that you make this right somehow. You do something. To help these people, to make sure this doesn't happen again in the future, to educate others. Like, well, if your city figured it out, maybe you should talk to the one next door. What are you doing? I said I'm sorry. You're not sorry. You're trying to absolve yourself of blame and responsibility and walk away. People that are sorry do something about it. They make some kind of, they, they, there's some kind of action behind it. It's not just a tepid, I'm just going to say sorry and move on. You know, like the federal government always does. I'm sorry. We're sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah, you know who's sorry? All the people that are dead now because they listen to you. I bet they're sorry. How about all the people with uh, Bell's palsy, with, with heart damage, heart inflammation, myocarditis, pericarditis, strokes, blood clots, heart attacks, aggressive, all of a sudden, explosive cancer. I bet they're sorry. But you're, but hey, you know, I'm sorry. It's so pathetic. It's like, I don't even know if they're worthy of being hated. It's so, they're so weak. They, they repulse me, man. They just, to my, my, my soul hurts having to live in the same place as these people. And then every day I'm kind of, I'm every day I wake up disappointed, like, fuck, I'm still alive. It's probably going to be a while yet, you know? I'm not even, I mean, I mean, sometimes people die in their sleep in their 30s, but it's very rare. I mean, it used to be. So, I mean, I've probably got to wait a while. Todd Salerno says, origins of the French Revolution, state bankruptcy, and food shortages. Yes, this always precedes very uh, violent changes of situations, which is what we, we're going to have a decade of violence, uh, almost for sure. Ram the Third says, right-wing extremism is the biggest threat to our nation. Please ignore Antifa terrorism in Atlanta and the billions of government. The government sends to literal... Yeah, Bandera praising Ukraine Nazis. Oh, yeah. Antifa was involved in some uh, attacks. More domestic terrorism. Charges laid. Canadian professor involved. From Concordia University, I think. I think it was an anthropology professor. Do you remember when, uh, remember when all those fucking anti-hate losers were like, who was that? There was a there was a reservist from Manitoba or something who was in America and doing you know. He was gonna do a terror. He was. He was gonna do it. Terror. And they fucking never show and ignore how their own guy, their own boy, come get you, boy. David Zegarak runs over an entire crowd of people. You know, nearly kills five people. And now, now there's more Antifa, more domestic terrorism. They're attacking a you know a, a police encampment. Some things were set on fire. Some people were attacked. Charges of domestic terrorism, Trantifa involved, and look, Canadian academics again. Is that going to get reported? Nope. You know why? Guess what? They're not on your team. They hate us, okay? They hate you. We have no representation. 
in this country that is that is in any position to do to to of power i guess there's no one elected in this country anywhere and i dare them to show themselves that will do fucking anything that will say anything about any of this the police the police don't care how, how much more how many people have to get hurt and killed by these fucking maniacs they're literally terrorists. Our government is is fine with them. They support them. I mean, I suppose because they pay the, the 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 Canadian hate network, who is proudly anti-fascist and retweets all their fucking accounts and follows each other and the whole thing. So the government's funding terrorism, really. Cesus, are you listening to any of this? And in the cops that are fo- like, do you understand? This is not my imagination. This is just black and white. What's happening? It's it's all demonstrably true you can go look it up and verify it for yourselves and then you have to contend with the fact that you are on the side of you're a terrorist you're a facility you're a state sponsor of terrorism technically and you're facilitating this actually canada is a state sponsor of terrorism we're funding and arming the ukrainians who recently just conducted in yet another terrorist attack against russian civilians canada is a state sponsor of terrorism the canadian state is a state of terrorists all of them Speaking of the Ukraine-Nazis, they, they knew all about this. They knew who these guys were in 2014, in 15, and 16, and 17. Our intelligence guys know all about it. They know about the ethnic cleansings and the mass murders, and they know about all of that. They know about the chemical weapons and all that. We don't, they don't care. Because Slava, okay? We're not a country that has a moral leg to stand on at all. None. And, and look at us now. Look what we've become. This is, the pro- this is what happens when you surrender morality. Your, your morality, your, this, which is your soul. The soul of the nation was sacrificed and compromised on by conservatives. Like it keeps getting worse because they keep taking, the enemy keeps taking, and the conservatives uh, don't do anything about it. And they never will. They're too busy worried about being called racist. They don't, they don't want people to call them names. They need to uh, conform. Conform to the blob. They're pathetic. Where's this fucking guy? Is, yeah, where, oh shit, I missed it. I was looking for this one earlier, but I was on the American one. You know? Ontario's got record-breaking food uh, bank usage. Record-breaking. Record-breaking. I.e., like, since the history of the food bank... Mississauga Food Bank reported that roughly 3,900 more residents used the facility this January, a 41% increase over last year. So we're talking, what are we, are we going into another depression? We're going to go, well, we are. Um, I'm just saying it out loud. The government's never going to say this. They're going to say, we're going to have some financial hardships. We're going to have a, a transitory period. We're going to have, uh, you know, they'll come up with all kinds of words. We're going to go into a depression. You know, like the 30s when everybody was broke and, and hungry and pissed off and destitute. Yeah. That's that. That's unavoidable. Now we're in a re, you know, they can lie about these fucking numbers all they want and keep pretending like everything's going great. Explain this. We have more jobs than ever. Canada is doing amazing. Canada is amazing. Well, everybody in British Columbia is trying to sign up for assisted suicide if they're not on all the free you know cocaine which you apparently are supplying them now. It's all free and clear and and all of that. And Ontario, we've got um. Well, we win another year. We'll have basically a doubling of the people in poverty utilizing a food bank. Should we check on the violent crime rate while we're at it? 
you know, since we're measuring the statistics of a healthy, thriving, doing great kids society. And it's getting worse every month. It says every month a record is broken is not a cause for celebration, said the food bank statement. But an alarm bell we are urgently ringing. See, the thing with the food banks is they never really have enough food anyway, and they're always really tight for donations, just trying to keep people. And it's like doubling year over year. Uh, and, and as the rest of the country is is having to cut costs because everything costs more, no one had enough money in the first place, everything costs more, so you have to start cutting back, getting cheap on, getting rid of shit. You're not in a position to, to give food away anymore. If you were, but barely, now you're not. If people were like, I can afford to give away some food, they can't anymore. People that were like, I'm, I, have lo- I can give away all kinds of food are now like, I can, but I don't know if I should. You see? And then people that were barely, like, I, I can't quite, but I'm just a little behind. They're now further behind. Everything's getting worse. So we're talking thousands and thousands of people in Mississauga that are looking at uh, starvation. Maybe they could just get an OnlyFans. Maybe they can just learn to code. I don't know. Thousands of Canadian citizens just in Mississauga are, um, well, they don't have anything to eat. Can't afford anything to eat. The people can't afford to fucking eat but Slava Ukraine. And we are going to hold this prime minister accountable. No, you're not. You're not going to do fucking anything. You've lost the plot. You lost the plot a long time ago. You got bogged down in your in your machinations and your desires and your political ambitions and all the fucking oh the big gilded golden road of your future. I'm I'm going to be prime minister. So I'm gonna, and along the way, the morals, the values, the things that made us who we are, the things that made Canada Canada. You just one at a time, two at a time, maybe a quarter at a time. Just drop them off on the side of the road because it was slowing you down. Slowing you down on your career path. We had to make a compromise here. We had to make a compromise there. You had to make a. Yeah, you've been making compromises for decades, and look where it's gotten us. The time is to now stop making any fucking compromises. That's the problem. The Conservative Party will always welcome the transgender. Fu- what the? Fu- How did we get here? They're now pro-abortion. They're pro-LGBTQ drag guy with his dick out story time for your kids. They're pro-fucking war. They're pro-censorship. They're pro-big brother. They're pro-police beating you in the streets. They're pro-not saying shit about the police enjoying themselves, laughing at you and rubbing it in your face. Was anyone ever demoted? Was that even ever addressed? Nope, nope, nope. They're immoral shitheads. And thus will never make good decisions. They're incapable of making good decisions. Do you see the power plant that keeps the lights on to a decent person, the soul? They don't have those. They don't give a fuck. They're incapable of doing good things. They're entirely self-centered. Are you really honestly going to tell me Canada has, I mean, we're not a huge country. We have a $1 trillion economy. And we, and we have people that can't eat. The United States is the, the world's powerhouse. Millions of people are lining up at food banks. Oh, we have money for bases all over Europe, though. Do you know who that serves? Them. 
How does a fucking military, how does an army base in Hohenfels, Germany, benefit the United States of America exactly? And by the United States of America, I don't mean the, this is a distinction people need to make. I don't mean the, I don't mean the people of the United States. I don't mean the government. I mean the people. That is what the United States is. That's what Canada is. That's what a country is. It's the people that live there. It's not the fucking government. It's not Lockheed Martin. It's not uh, Pfizer. It's not Afria. It's none of these companies that these people have their fucking fat fingers in to enrich and give themselves stock dividends. That that's not who that that's not who they should be concerned with. But that's the only people they're concerned with. If you haven't noticed. I can't even remember the last time somebody campaigned on an issue that was like... I mean, guys, we, we have people that can't eat. Are you fucking serious? This, sh- this is shameful. And, and there's confusion as to why, like, the eastern part of the world hates our guts. We have so much... And we waste so much. And we're so fat and lazy and weak and fucking pathetic. And our own people are starving because we're busy sending too much money to fucking warlords and war criminals. It's sponsored by Pfizer and all this. And you have people that are like literally living in rubble in like Iraq and Syria and all over. I mean, a lot of places we've destroyed already. Just watching us do this. Like, what the? Uh, I'm I'm just saying, if I had grown up in like Iraq or Syria instead of here, I you, I would definitely be a terrorist. <laughs> you know, I would one hundred. I mean, I don't blame them. The United States just re- basically there, a, a general went and made a visit to Syria the other day. Like, oh yeah, we're occupying Syria. Yeah, we're gonna leave some troops here for a while. Syria's like, excuse me. Like, yeah, you don't have any say in this. We just do whatever the fuck we want. Yeah, we're going to come in here and blow down, burn down half your fucking town, kill a bunch of people. I'm going to put some troops over here. Yeah. yeah, fuck that guy, obviously, right? I mean, you can't blame them. But that's what we spend our money on. We spend our money on shit like that while people in this country can't eat anything. But you know what? I have a question. How many? How much money do you think $75,000 in, say, canned food would, would go? Do you think that would feed 3,900 people? How much is a can of food now? Well, in the new Canadian numbers, probably twenty bucks. <laughs> Three thousand nine hundred people, seventy-five thousand dollars. I bet you could give them something to eat. So maybe I have an idea. Maybe instead of paying for fucking um, mut- genital mutilation for mental illness, maybe that's money that could be better utilized to you know fucking feed people that don't have anything to eat. Did that occur to anybody? Is anybody even fucking bringing it up? Nah, cause I don't know, Slava. Slava Ukraine! It's time to get vaccinated. Oh, jeez, you yahoos are all on this together, bud. Oh, boy. Oh, big butter baby. Oh, building it back better, buddy. Big butter baby. Boy, buddy. What the hell is this fat piece of trash? Come on, I don't have all night. There he is. This is conservatism in Canada now. This is the Ontario Premier having a throwing an all-ages themed drag show. progressive conservatives oh you're progressive do you know what progressing means when they say progressive conservatives that's progressing towards liberalism what when liberals get what they want they say that's progress it is progress for them 
Do you imagine if we started getting what we wanted all the time? We're like, yeah, we're progressives. Yeah, we're progressing towards our goals. Uh, they're the only ones doing that, and you have these people. What have you progressed towards here, Conservative Party? Can I? Hey, the ni- 1988 called. It wants to abort you. The 80s uh, conservatives have changed their minds and are like, yeah, all of all of the modern... Con- yeah, yeah, never mind. We're pro-abortion now. These people are shit. They're fucking traitors and sellouts and weak cowards and have no moral fiber whatsoever. And when they have no moral fiber and no more... They, they're incapable of making good decisions. They're going to be absolute trash. So... Good stuff. Good. Oh, this looks good. I want to see more of this. Protests are common. Well, not not probably not too much longer because they're throwing people in jail for that. That pastor, by the way, um, what's his name? Is it Reimer? I don't want to get it wrong, but I believe his name is Derek. I think it's Derek Reimer. Arrested in Calgary for not liking something the mayor likes, and now he's in jail, and he's not getting out because they want to put conditions on him so he can't protest. They want to infringe on his Canadian rights, his human rights to voice his free expression and disapproval of something, they want to take that away from him. And he said no, so he's going to stay in jail. Is is uh, David Zegarax out on bail, yeah? You know, the, the Trantifa, anti-hate network-backed, Canadian government-funded terrorist? He's on bail, right? Pretty sure. Or did he get rearrested for being a pedophile? Or was that before? He is a sex offender. He has some history of some some kind of sex crime conviction. So there's that also. When is he ever going to shut up about never? Uh never. You 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 support literal terrorists in my country where I live who are hurting people I care about and you want me to shut up. I bet you do. Lots of people on, you know, I'm, I've always had, you know, it's, I'm just doing this until I give up, which may be never. I may just go till I die because I'm a stubborn prick like that. I don't care how many people attack me. It's not going to, I don't care. I've always been of the mindset that it's like, Was that story in Korea? Those two Patricias. There's a couple of guys, and they're just <laughs> you stay behind and hold off these the Chinese division while we escape. It's obviously suicidal. They volunteered to stay there and die, um, just out of spite. I'm going to do as much damage as I possibly fucking can before they take me out. I'm going to turn this place. This is going to be a bloodbath. This is going to be the most costly two man machine gun position to have taken in the history of warfare. That's that's my attitude. That's what you expect. Fight like tooth and nail, like it's the end of the world. And that you're going to die and you've got no chance anyway. But f- just on pure hatred, pure spite. Out of just the memory of my of my dead friends, of my ancestors, of my grandparents. Of all the things that, that I identify with and, and love. And, and, and I, I mean, it's who I am. You're literally attacking who I am as a person. These things you think are so abhorrent and awful. It's like, that's what? So, I wouldn't care if I was the last man in the world. Do you want to live in that world? If you're the last man in the world and it's just a horde of zombies and they're all just, they're all pedophiles, they're all just fucking kids and doing drugs and it's just, do you even want to be there? Why would you want to be there? 
And they're all they're all going to come after you. Good, let's get it over with. It'd be an honor, <laughs> you know. What else should I be doing in a world populated with this much evil and and horrifying What else should you be doing? Like is there something better that we could be doing? Maybe I could be a professional Call of Duty player. Huh? Maybe maybe I could learn a trade at a community college. Maybe I already did that. I did fi- almost fucking 15 years for this country. I was nearly killed many times. Maybe not many times. At least three times. I, I did my time. I'm allowed to sit here and, and, and call this shit out. If I'm not fucking allowed to, literally no one is. Everyone should be. I mean, what the fuck are we doing? What kind of self-centered society where we're just like, we are literally eating and drinking ourselves to death, over-medicated, completely fucking distracted by television, screens, all the time. Everybody's getting fatter and sicker and worse than ever. Mental health has gone off of a cliff. People are mutilating themselves. It's out of control. It's insane. How And, and people, st- I mean, I have children. Does no one else have children anymore? Is no one else concerned with where this is going? Can no one else see the the obvious decline? Many people can, actually. Quite a few of us can. The problem is, nobody again in the position to do anything about it is interested in doing anything about it. They're all fucking cowards and traitors. And they've sold us out. It's the people versus everyone else now. Of, of basically the world. I know this is ridiculous how cliche and cheesy this shit has become, but it, it really is that bad. The corruption is that bad. There's a global government, so there's a global pushback. What happens in Ireland affects us here. Every lost battle is more pressure on everyone else. This frees up enemy resources to then redistribute into other battles. Likewise, the more battles they have to fight, the more diluted their power becomes because they got to put out fucking fires all over the goddamn place now. Every single person that gets off the bus and pushes it, you know, at at all, anything, every ounce of strength that you commit to this is one ounce extra that somebody else, it's, add that up over 10 million people. What is the collaborative effort of every conspiracy theorist, far right fucking, in the world at the same time? What does that look like exactly? I guess we'll find out. We're a mess. We're a mess, boys. She's not good. All right. Making gains. Thank you very much, sir. That's very generous of you. He says, I hear there's 5.5 million allocated from today to combat disinformation online. We are officially drafting you for the job. Yeah. Disinformation. Government wants to combat disinformation. So here's the problem. Disinformation, misinformation, like, so just bad information. Crazy non-bullshit. Most of it comes from legit schizos and retards. A lot of them on the internet. Uh, Facebook is where they're most common. Facebook and Twitter are the most toxic places of all the internet where the dumbest people are. 
Um, there's, I bet if you did, me and Greg Wycliffe have talked about this, there's probably an IQ curve depending on the, the apps. I would say Telegram's probably on the higher end, you know, um, and the more mainstream dumbed, it just becomes more zombie-like the further you go. And then you got stuff like Gab, where the smartest man in the world lives, you know, on the internet. Um, but there is bullshit out there. The problem is, this wouldn't matter. People, it, it wouldn't be effective. Like this, you know... If the government say they were telling the truth, like, this was all real, and, um, you know, the anti-vax people, it really was disinformation, like, let's pretend. Why, why, why did it work? Why did it proliferate? Why did it explode? Uh, because it was true. <laughs> there is no trust. Nobody trusts anything on TV anymore. No one trusts anything the government says. Like, it's got to be at an all-time low. I bet if you did that poll, I would be interested to see that. I bet I bet trust in government institutions and the police is at an all-time low right now. I'd love to see those numbers. And you can't get that back. It's never coming back. How, what? I mean, imagine, what would they have to do? Realistically, what could the government, the state, the police, the media, everybody do to win back the trust of the public? There's nothing. Create a second moon, like something that ridiculous. There's no, there's nothing within their earthly power they can do to restore that in this lifetime. That is just never going to happen. For me, for basically every adult paying attention, for a lot of kids growing up, entering this fucking nightmare and noticing what's happening, they're never... That's never going to get beaten. You, you, a lot of our like grandparents and great grandparents and stuff. You remember that generation that they'd pick like pennies up off the ground, and they'd be they'd always have canned food and they're always like counting pennies. And it's like what? Because they lived through the fucking depression and they got traumatized at how shitty everything was, and it was so scary. They were so like, dude, we could die, that it traumatized them. And those things, those skills, those survival instincts stayed with them for the rest of their lives. Conversely, we're about to go through a similar experience, and guess what? Uh, we're going to keep uh, these skills th for the rest of our lives. Uh, is the government is not to be trusted at all? They frequently lie to make money. The police are on their side. You know, the media is all full of shit. It's going to be a hell of a, a hell of a task to rebuild public trust after the shit that they just pulled. So if you're worried, you're mad that there's other people saying contradictory things out there and there's other, well, you know what? No one would have been, everyone would have taken your word for it over them anyway if you didn't fucking lie to everybody all the time. So the problem, again, no moral foundation. What's the problem? Well, their, their lies are better than our lies and we want them to listen to our lies instead of those lies. And we got to why are you lying at all? If you weren't lying at all, you fucking idiot. No one would even care what these people are saying because they'd be like, well, that's a lie, obviously. You did it to yourself. There's no, there's no need for a misinformation bill and an internet censorship. If anything, there is cause for removal of the state and a, and a full cleaning, like, uh, like we're going to wipe this whole thing down and start over. We need brand new employees everywhere. We need to retrain everybody. We have to go back to telling journalists like, hey, like there, what was, what was the story a few weeks ago where they're like, okay, objectivity is like, mm, like they wanted saying that they should put journalists' personal opinions that like, it's basically going to be opinion pieces from now on. And they thought that was okay. Like, everyone's gotten so dumb. 
They don't, they don't see the consequences of that and how... Because there's no moral foundation. If they had one, they would understand that, no, no, people having access to accurate information is vital and critical to a free society. We cannot compromise that for anything for any reason, ever. It's, that's, it's cr- critical. It's the main communication pipeline across our entire society. We can't, we can't, that's our drinking water. Do you understand? And you want to put plutonium in the drinking water. A lot of it. Yeah, you're going to kill our, you're going to kill everyone. You're going to kill it. And you've killed public trust. You've killed the idea of like, well, it was on CBC. Like, I miss that. And I'm genuinely fucking pissed off. I knew it was an illusion, right? But it wasn't as nearly as bad as it is today. It was still bad, but not like this. But it was an illusion. I was, you know, young. You're 13, 14, and you would, you could believe that, like, oh, I can just go see what's on, like, the government news, and I'll, and I'll know what's going on. Like, how reliable. Imagine if that actually was the case. Imagine if CBC and CNN, it was all just full-blown, un, unfiltered, uncensored truth 90, 100% of the time, around the clock. Could you imagine how fucking amazing that would be? For the, for, I mean, for the people of the world, obviously, not the corporations and the billionaires that own these uh, media companies that are very financially invested in you believing the bullshit that they tell you. Misinformation. They did it to themselves. They're the problem. Jacob Powell, thank you very much. What's going on tonight? You guys are going crazy. Thank you, man. He says, uh, China, China. As long as I'm donating to the rage, I know something's going right. China isn't siding with our agenda in the West. And with that, the narrative switches in the West just like a $2 whore does. Yeah. Don't make them mad. North of Nothing says, new currency, push-ups. Can't do them. Guess you're going to die. There's ways to start. I uh, I never got into that. I, 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 meant to, I mean to at some point. I do want to uh, bring a more of a focus into that. I think offering... Um, I mean, obviously, there's a lot of awful shit going on. <laughs> and there's a lot of... Like, people aren't doing well. And I know lots of people have heard this a million times, but you don't. You need to really hear it. You need to really understand that your physical fitness level is directly tied to your mental health and your physical health, your longevity, your ability to resist literally all diseases, all illnesses, your susceptibility to stress, depression, Fear, your ability to think clearly, accurately, you know, the speed at which you can process problems and so on. All of these things can be positively affected simply by being in shape. So the fact that, like, just by you not being in shape, and I'm not trying to shame people. I'm, I'm genuinely trying to help you right now. Just the fact of you not being in shape means you're, oper- like, if you're really in terrible shape, it's like, I'm a fucking mess. You're operating at, like, 50% efficiency. You're literally going through life with, like, a handicap. You might as well be in a wheelchair. You're, you've got less brain power. You have less energy. You have less motivation. And every day that you spend depressed and unmotivated and say, oh, blah, because your body's trash, there's another day of your life that you'll never get back. And the, this, the fun part about all of this is all of these things are entirely within your control. You can, you can like, your body is just a machine, and the science on this is very well understood. It's not a mystery as to how to get, like, jacked. It, it, it's not at all. It's not like you have to find a guy and there's a secret. Nope. 
There's a very specific way to do it. There's lots of different ways to do it, actually. And anyone can, unless you're horribly crippled and, and so on, in which case it's a whole different scenario and, you know, life's cruel. But, I mean, imagine... I did this. I, I, I remember being like 140 pounds, 30. Like I was kind of, I could run. I could do a lot of push-ups, but I mean, I'm fucking tiny. I remember thinking like, man, I wish I looked like something else, you know? Who hasn't done that? I'm sure lots of people, you know, you, know, you catch a look at yourself and you're like, uh, why, you know, people wear baggy clothes because they don't want people to see, you know, they're hiding. So you have less self-confidence. So you're less effective. Oh, you didn't get that job you wanted? You didn't have enough self-confidence. Why? Because you're depressed, because you're sick, because you're out of shape. Do you see the, the the domino effect of this? Other other on the other hand, you know, and you can you're you're entirely responsible for this. You can do this all by yourself. It's entirely possible. Imagine like that version of yourself that's insanely good, that's in great shape, healthy as fuck, gets up every day at 6:30, and it's not even hard to do because you're healthy. You only need to sleep like seven hours. You get tons, of, way more shit done than you ever used to. You look great. You know, you feel like that could be you. The only thing stopping that from being your actual real fucking life is you. There's, it's not that hard. <laughs> ah. It's hard work, but it's not, it's far from, I mean, like, do you, do you want to or not? You only get one life. You only get one kick around. You know, you're only here. This is it. And you want to, you want to like, there's an old saying. It was like, um, it was like, it's a cry. And it was like, it was like some old Greek asshole, like Aristotle or Plato or one of those losers. Um, say it was something like, uh, you know, it's a, it's like a crime or a sin for a man to go his whole life and not see the full potential of his own body. Imagine like you're dying or like you're dead and it's like, all right, here's your debriefing, you know. Some guy shows up, he's smoking a cigarette, he's kind of overweight, he's got like trucker tattoos. You're like, who are you? He's like, I'm St. Michael. Shut up. <laughs> and he's like, you see this? This could have been you. And, and you're like, you know, Brad Pitt in his prime. It's like, yeah, that could have easily been you, but you chose donuts instead. And you had a heart attack at uh, 52, you know. Damn, you know. I don't know. I guess there's just people that want to do things, and there's people that don't. You know, I don't know. People need a kick in the ass sometimes, but you know, it's uh, it's totally in your and it's not even that difficult. Like that's the thing. It's it's not something that's like a, a crazy mission of like you're gonna have to dedicate your life to this. I've done I've done everything. I've gone from I've been complete fucking sloth guy who just ate cheese and beer for a year basically. And I got up to about 205, and I was horrible shape. <laughs> Disgusting. It was bad. And then I've also been the guy that was training three times a day, five or six days a week, like I was going to the fucking Olympics for like a year. And, you know, in between. And there's, you don't need to go to that levels of extreme to just, you know, maintain a healthy lifestyle. It's not, it doesn't have to be that ridiculous. And it's totally doable. A lot of it's just diet as well. And there's lots of little tricks and things you can do um, that, you know, I don't know if I want to get into this right now. I'm kind of just rambling on. I can tell you about my, my diet hack, intermittent fasting, if you'd like. 
Or we can just uh, move on to the hatred of the of the current world. Either way, it's up to you. I'm going to read these super chats, and then I'm going to make up my mind. Campy Dress says, I don't want a wrench. I've never wanted a wrench. I got two phone calls. I don't care. No one has ever cared. I'm releasing the bees. I don't Phone calls from who? Who's calling you? Are they calling about the bees? Don't release the bees. Jen Steen says, if you were ultra rich, would you care about the peasants? Most people would not. I would because I like you can't buy that. You can't buy a legacy of like being awesome. Like somebody that really went hard for the people and through you know what I mean? They fucking build statues of them and it's like like and they just basically break their back on the altar of like doing as much as they can for the people around them and just full blown full blown heroic sacrifice mode. What? I mean, and they have the power to do stuff like this. And they're just like, "Nah. I want Ferraris. We're not the, we're not the same. You know, we're not built the same. Some people are shitty. I guess a lot of them are." Uh Jensen says, "I'm worried most about the future of my kids. Me too." He says, "How do you handle this? Give them martial arts and firearms training. Mine are already uh, doing all kinds of martial arts training." Youngest one wants to start real soon. St. Maurice Bear says, I can't understand the whole ass end of this system hasn't collapsed yet. It's getting close. Where there's, It's getting wobbly. I'm waiting for uh, planes to start falling out of the air. <laughs> that's, to- that's, a, that's a threat um, for a number of reasons. All of the, all of the, uh, the pokies, all of the poking pokes, of all the people with the compromised pro- health problems. <laughs> And all of the diversity hiring and the quotas and we want... And we're doing this with, with the RCMP. The Prime Minister says, I want to have an indigenous RCMP commissioner. Like, wh- why? Why does it matter? So you've already decided this job has to be a person of this ethnicity. That's your primary requirement. What if Officer White Guy has like a 178 IQ? He's a fucking genius. And he never leaves. He's married to his job. He never leaves work. His sole reason for living is destroying crime and erasing crime and, and just absolutely killing it. He's super cop. He doesn't give a fuck. He hasn't. He only owns uniforms. You understand? Like, he doesn't even own his own clothes. He never even leaves work. If he's not out arresting people, he's doing paperwork. Sometimes he stays up three, four days at a time. He just does sit-ups and burpees when he gets tired. Like, this is a, oh, nope. We have a fat lady over here, but she's from a reserve somewhere. So, sorry, bud. You know, interests of the, you know, the country, you know, in the in the best interests of everyone in the country, we have to pick the right person for the job. So, I chose race racial identity politics and just chose someone because I like how they I prefer their appearance over the guy that actually would have made a substantial difference because that would be stupid, you know. Why would you hire somebody really well qualified? You want to hire people based solely upon wokeness. Hiring people based on woke is the smartest thing you can do. Uh, I'll get to that in a second here. Did you get all these? I believe I did. I believe I did. What are we doing? Are we pressing on? I'm going to check the chat here. Are we going to do it? No one's no one's paying attention. Actually, there's something there. All right, so I'll, I'll cover this quick before I was while I was talking about it, and then we'll move on. So, um, oh, this is gonna take a while. This may take a few minutes. <laughs> Just by and this is gonna sound weird. 
You know, you know that actually, this I have a story for this. Works works great. The food industry invented breakfast, essentially. Um by these guys actually a lot of these companies the three meals a day food pyramid you need all this food you gotta get it three meals a day you gotta that was a that was a way for them to sell more products and make more money which they did and everyone got fatter and, and it grows anyway um your body burns basically your your fat your stored fat on your body is like a piggy bank it's like a savings account uh, when you take more calories in than you use, you have money left over. You know, you've got you get paid a thousand dollars, you spend eight hundred. No, oh, well, you keep the extra two. It goes in the it goes in the account. Now, if you're eating all the time, there, there's something to do with your insulin levels. I, you'd have to again. This is like the Ricky uh, version explanation of it. Your insulin levels. Um, they go up and they go down, and there's different uh, energy systems at different ways your your body, different states it could be in, different modes of energy. Um, processing there's like a metabolic state a catabolic state an anabolic state and you know they all have their different purposes and, and uses and stuff but you want to be in a state where you if, you if you're eating all the time <laughs> you know your metabolism never really you don't actually ever get hungry and when you're hungry is when your body dips into the piggy bank otherwise why would you spend your savings if you've got you know you're about to spend your savings and someone's like oh no i, I got it that's what you eating does. No, don't worry about it. I got some right here. Oh, okay. So you don't you don't pay for it. So the 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 thinking behind it is um, intermittent fasting. It's called, which I used to do. You can go twelve hours is probably the minute what they would like you to. Some people go like sixteen, <laughs> crazy long times without eating. Um, but I I try to stick to more of a human. You know, it's better for people. Skip breakfast. Whatever I would eat, I would get up for, for work at like six o'clock. And then I would, whatever I would normally eat for breakfast at like seven, I would eat it at one. And then whatever I would eat at lunch, you eat it, you know, I would eat it at like six. And then whatever I would eat for supper, I would eat, you know, right before bed at like 10, 9.30. And another uh, interesting, so that whole time between when you go to sleep and when you get up and then all up till, till noon, it's fucking burning away the savings account all day, all along. And then, but the second you intake any calories at all, a fucking nut, a cracker, grain of sure anything uh and it changes your insulin levels and you go back to uh consumption mode it wants to store fat and everything so that's why you can't you can have water and black coffee is all i would do just to kind of keep the hunger so if you could be cranky for a couple hours a day and if you can be uncomfortable you could substantially change your your eating habits and your health there's a there's a number of uh health benefits to this um and, and another another great benefit to this is a lot of the reasons people gain weight or can't they, they snack too much you know, you're like, ah, I'll get a candy bar. You know, I'm kind of hungry. When you do this, if you just hang on and you're like, this is your mission. I'm not eating anything until 1 o'clock or 12.45 or something. You know, you start getting the shakes and you're like, okay, you know, now you're getting hungry. By the, you, you eat your whole breakfast and you're full. You're like, fuck. And then in just a few hours, you got to eat lunch, you know, at like 6 o'clock. Then you got to jam that in your stomach. And then by the time supper, you like, you don't even want to eat by supper time. You're like, I'm fucking, dude, you don't even have time to eat trash. Because you're too full from your actual meal. So if you just get decent meals, and it jams your feeding window. It, it makes it way smaller. So you don't have time to even get hungry for snacks. Give it a shot. It's uh, easier to do than you'd think. And uh, it has... I, I've not known anybody that not get incredible results from doing this. This whole, you gotta eat constantly. If you want to be huge, yeah, eat constantly. <laughs> Otherwise, don't do that.
Don't do that. Okay. Read all this. Read all this. I got all this. <laughs> Svetlana says, I've been, I've been poverty fasting my whole life. There's that, too. You could try being poor. That's a whole other diet. Just be in, po- uh, just be in poverty and just not eat. Be like thousands and thousands and thousands of people in Mississauga and just not have food. And then, the cost of milk, you know. Did you just give billions of dollars away to another country? Well, yeah. Immigrants. Oh, because I'm really hungry. You know, I'm getting hungry. I didn't eat supper. I was going to eat after the stream. <laughs> Around, you know, it'd be late. But All right. I was talking about, you know, how stupid everything is. <laughs> There's a lot. I guess we'll start with Canada because it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Load the page, internet. What are you doing? Phil, what are we paying these people for? Is my internet? No, we're still good. Why is this? <laughs> are they editing it in real time? Come on. Oh, my Lord. But this one works. Whatever. Whatever. So this is the big, you know, I guess if it's news, I don't really think that it is. Again, government's going to investigate itself. Multiple investigations into foreign election interference. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, again, I don't care. I don't care. This is the same government that appointed its own friends to investigate its friends multiple times in the past and covered up obvious, obvious moral wrongdoing at a very minimum. Criminal wrongdoing, probably. I, I, I literally don't. It doesn't matter what they say. Like, they're liars. Once, once you know this, why are you listening to anything they say? They, they will lie to save their own asses at your expense all the time. So you can't trust anything they say. Whoop-de-doo. Oh, we're going to appoint some people. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. That's good. Uh, and I like this one. Now, now, guess what? Now that the Emergency Act is over, now you can't trust CSIS. First you had to trust CSIS. Now you don't trust CSIS. I like that. I like that one. So, CSIS on 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 Makoots and Madagaloon and all of that. Very very reliable and trustworthy. And yep. But uh, when it comes to China, no, def- no, never mind. Totally not reliable. No, it's intelligence is not truth. Okay, it's just the backpedaling is ridiculous. And they and they want to modernize the Emergency Act to address violent online rhetoric. Violent rhetoric can can words be violent? Apparently, they can. Apparently, words can hurt you because that's what that phrase means. Violent online rhetoric. So, but in real life, would that be okay? Actually, it's worse. You can't get away with saying "fuck all" in real life. He'll arrest you. You get charged with like. An, what was the what was the poor guy's name there in uh, Edmonton? Where was he? Grand Prairie. Yelled at the deputy prime minister in the elevator. He like well, they tried to put him in jail, or did they put him in jail? Like just we we just really want you to shut the fuck up. Shut up! I'm a peanut with glasses, and I tell you to shut up, shut up, stop saying things. Only we talk. We're the government. Only me. Only me. I don't have a neck. Only me. 
How do they live with themselves? I mean, this is crazy. They're older than all of us. Like, they've all read the same books. They all know, like... They just become so weak and fucking docile and agreeable that they'll go along with anything. That's not a virtue. Being agreeable is not a good thing. It's a bad thing. You shouldn't be fully agreeable. That means you're you're open to manipulation to absolutely fucking anything. I can make you kill someone if I wanted to. You're that agreeable. And they act like it's a virtue to be agreeable in Canada. Come on, agree with everything we did. No! The, the people on the opposite end of the personality spectrum that are not agreeable at all, those are like the most pig-headed, stubborn, like uh, like Trump is probably one of them, you know? People that are just like, it's my way or the highway, forever, fuck you, you know? There's got to be a healthy balance somewhere, but we've we've cultivated this this culture of uh, don't rock the boat, boy. Don't, boys, come on now. Fucking leaps and hands is on. Just agree. Just just let it go. Just just compromise. Just compromise a little bit. The Justice Minister plans to rewrite the Emergencies Act to include policing the internet tools so that invoking martial law will be easier during the next uh, you know, China spawn pandemic. I don't think that'll be that. I think it's going to be a... Uh, I, I think there'll be a crisis over um, cost of living. Cost of living and um, collapse of the of uh, healthcare and policing. I think it's going to cause a serious, serious public uh, situation in the next three hundred sixty-five days. Uh, the minister identified two areas in which the legislative and policy reform was required. The first was amendments to the EA itself to make it more responsive to pandemics and health emergencies. Yeah. <laughs> we weren't able to do it fast enough. We wanted to do it more, more emergency act. But not now. Country's being taken over by the Chinese, but not now. It's not important. It's okay. Uh, what, what, what they are doing is buying 90 million more doses. Do you want another dose? I think you guys need some more doses. How many more doses do we have to get? Remember when any of, when any of it was going to be, uh, that was a conspiracy theory. I remember that. And then remember how there was going to be multiple follow-up booster shots, and that was a conspiracy theory. And then there was going to be passports, and that was a conspiracy theory. And it was like, they're just going to make you do this forever until you stop because you're a, you're a sucker customer. You're like somebody that keeps going to a casino to a rigged machine, and you just don't learn. Why, why wouldn't they keep doing this to you? You know? I'm trying to find something here. My internet searching skills are not what they used to be. And I am, I, this is the last time I'm going to do this without eating. <laughs> I'm trying to find a, a song that Greg did, and I don't know where it went. Wait. Where'd that song go? Whatever. I guess I can't find it. YouTube is memory holding everything cool. That's what it does. You ain't seen nothing yet. I agree. All right. Stuck in all these. <laughs> Antifa's burning things down. The Chinese. Oh. And, you know, the cops are not investigating potential, 
you know, subversion of the country by enemy agents. They're not investigating potential corruption. They're not investigating for potential, you know, spies. What the RCMP is investigating is who leaked the information about China subverting the country. How do you live with yourselves, guys? I mean, I bet you could uncover a fucking whole warehouse of children being sexually trafficked to one of these fucking islands. And if this, if these guys told you to, to shut up and don't, don't do anything about that, you would, wouldn't you? You'd, you'd obey. There's, there isn't anything. I bet you. I bet you. I bet every one of you fucking people, all these cops and all these, I bet there is nothing this government couldn't make you do. I, it, could, it could make you shoot people in the street. You, you're the kind of person that would. You've already demonstrated that you, you are. That's, everyone's already been uh, you know, divvied up. Who's going to join these, these, these police forces in, you know, after seeing what it's become? What kind of people do you think want to do this job? Now, real good, real good people, right? They've already demonstrated they'll trample your rights. They don't care. They're not going to strike. They're not going to not going to say anything. Not going to do anything. They're just going to keep going to work like nothing happened. They're going to look the other way as their own fellow officers are thrown under the bus and destroyed and have their careers stripped away and tossed aside like yesterday's trash, like they weren't nothing. And they're going to look away. You're exactly that kind. You're the Gestapo. Do you understand? Go look in the mirror right now. You want to see what a Gestapo thug looks like? Go look in a mirror and you'll find one. That's the state of police in Canada now. It could be you. Which one of you is it going to be? It's going to be be putting guns to the backs of the heads of people. Marching people around at gunpoint. Because you were told to. Because they said something wrong. That's where we're going. And you're the people that are going to be doing it. They've brought you this far along. You didn't object at all, did you? Your moral boundaries have already failed. You're gone. Like your shields are down. You're not going to, again, rise to the occasion later. That's not going to happen. Those people have already demonstrated that that's who they are. It's not you. You're not it. There's nothing you can't be made to do by these people. That should that's that should be something to think about. I mean, this is the same country that beat you guys, the police. You beat up veterans in the street. Disabled guy. The guy was blown half to half to hell. Beat him, kicked him, stepped on his head, broke his medals off. You're trampling, beating up women. You know, and you still go to you still put on a uniform. Of, of these organizations, and you're like, yep, that's what we do here. And you're okay with that. Okay. What do we have here? Oh, the government investigating itself again. This should, this should be good. Is it to choose Morris Rosenberg to write a report on election interference, given its ties to the Trudeau Foundation and what the conservatives call his involvement in directing Chinese money to the organization? 
Well, again, um, I, I want to state very clearly that the panels that we have appointed are made up of non-partisan, professional, independent, public no, servants. No such thing. This is not a partisan issue. The threat of foreign interference uh, could uh, have an impact on all parties, and therefore we should be united in doing this work together in a nonpartisan way. How appropriate is it to choose more? Yeah, there's just one problem. You guys have already, you especially, have already lied under oath in front of everybody. Uh, you lied about a bunch of things. There's no reason to think you're telling the truth, and there's every reason to assume that whoever it is, whoever your so-called independent panel is going to be, your nonpartisan fucking panel, there is a zero percent chance that's not someone that you've made sure gets that position. <laughs> you really believe that they're just going to leave this up to chance? All right, fuck. Unless they're that confident, which I doubt, because they need they had they needed some uh, cajoling. They're so corrupt. This was unthinkable. Like during my childhood, when I was a teenager, even when I was a young man in my early 20s, this was unthinkable. This level of, of clownery in our government is, is embarrassing. It's so embarrassing. It, it like, it makes people want, I mean, you just want to burn everything. Like I want to burn my old uniforms and just, like, I don't, I can't, I don't want to be associated with this. I said it before and I meant it. Like, I might just, this Remembrance Day, I might, and some other guys want to do it too. We might just go throw all of our fucking medals in the ocean. I'll televise that. There's my, that's my fucking statement. That's what I think of this place. This is worthless. This is all meaningless. This is all pageantry. This is pretend. You don't, you don't give a shit. The whole point was to come out, you're supposed to come out and recognize and honor and have, have respect for these people who gave their fucking lives for your way of life, which you are now throwing away, so you obviously don't give a shit about. Like, this kind of shit we're now doing to ourselves is exactly what they were hoping to avoid by giving their lives away, and you don't give a shit at all. So don't tell me you give a, I mean, no... And you want people to join your fucking military to learn about white privilege and white... You don't care about anything we've done. Nothing we've done has ever mattered. It was never worth a fucking drop. Not a drop. Not one. 16 years ago today, one of my best friends died for no reason at all. Never would have been there. Never should have been there. Ask a common person on the street. Hey, what was the war in Afghanistan about? Anybody under 25 is probably going to go, what? They don't even know or care. Not like they teach you in fucking school. Like they could be bothered. You know what's part of the school curriculum? Cutting your dicks off and sucking each other off in the bathroom. And, you know, sometimes boys like to get sodomized by their teacher. No, that's that's what we have time to do. But we don't, we don't teach them about that. Very recent history. Ask people my age and older, and they'll be like, I don't know, 9-11 and Bin Laden or something. That doesn't even make sense, dude. Like, it never made sense. It, it never will make sense because it's a lie. 
This isn't new for me. I didn't just wake up on this side of the bed fucking yesterday. I've been acutely aware that there is something deeply, deeply wrong with the world for a long time. Something very sinister and fucked up is happening. Because this doesn't make sense. Uh, if, if things are working the way that you say they are, none of this would be happening. What is going on? How many people did we kill? And we don't even know why. We don't even know why. There's a question. I would be hilarious to see somebody get ambushed with this one. Whoever it is. Can you explain to us what Canada's role in Afghanistan was and what you had hoped to achieve? And what did we achieve? Was it was it worth it? Uh, ooh. Imagine throwing that fucking political hand grenade at one of these motherfuckers. There you go, guys. Try that one. Let's get a fucking, let's get a video call on that. Let's get that recorded on Twitter. Ah, uh, well, you know, it was Osama bin Laden in, in 9-11. Um, I wasn't prepared for this because I haven't fucking thought about it since it was no longer politically relevant. Right? Tell the truth. Tell the truth. When's the last time you even fucking thought about it? Wasn't, it didn't matter. Was never, you don't even know. You don't care. None of them care. You're asking for more than we're willing to give right now. It was all it was all just a fucking game to them. Do you have any idea what that feels like? Some of you do now, and that's why all the why do you think this is getting so big? I don't know why everybody's so angry. Why is everyone so angry? Because before they didn't know. I was just a crazy angry guy on the internet, but now millions of fucking people know what it's like to be fucking violated and betrayed by your own fucking country. To go in with both eyes open in full trust, like a child and their father, complete trust, and they just fucking, oh, oh, it's like that? Oh, really? They they fucking shake hands with you and smile for the camera with this hand? And they knife you in the fucking kidney with this one. Join the army, kids. Do it. Hey, you could get blown to bits in some shithole somewhere. None of our people can even find on a map. And just a few short years from now, no one will ever care or remember your fucking pointless sacrifice anyway. Join the army today. You could be part of Wayne Iyer's elite fighting force. You can learn about white privilege, white fragility, and why you're a piece of shit. Join the Canadian Communist Liberation Army today. And on your way there, can you shoot me in the face? I'm really tired of this. Are they wrong? Canadians think the Fed's afraid to confront China. 
Imagine. Imagine the general public noticing that the people in charge are pussies. This is a great development. There is no reason not to confront these fucking people. Here's my here's my China position. Listen, China. I respect you. I have a healthy respect for you. You know, you're a very powerful state. You've got, you know, a very long history and culture. And, you know, it's not a joke of a country at all by any stretch, right? However, this is Canada and keep your fucking nose out of our business, okay? Um, Because over my dead body, am I going to be, you know, kissing any rings for you? You disappear your own citizens, Tiananmen Square. Where'd all the Hong Kong protesters go, guy? What's with the social credit score or shit? Yeah, no, we're not. No, no, no. You don't you don't tell me shit. You're again morally, which is what we should be aspiring to because that's where all good things come from. You know? Good people produce good things. They you know, good thi- they they make th- good things happen. Bad people do the opposite. So what do you judging by the pattern this country's been on and all of our countries have on the trajectory, what kind of people would you say are in charge? Good people or bad people? There's a building up stage and now there's a tearing down stage because everything's populated by assholes and criminals. But they think they're too afraid to confront the Chinese. The majority of Canadians believe the government's afraid to stand up to China. What a great stat. You're, the, the country fucking hates you and thinks you're a pussy. Angus, Angus Reid poll released on Wednesday. 69% of Canadians believe the federal government's afraid to stand up to the Chinese. Including 46 of those who voted, 46% of those who voted liberal in 2021. Two-thirds believe China attempted to interfere with the elections, and half said the interference is a serious threat to Canadian democracy. So this is a major issue. Pretty well everybody agrees this something really fucked up's going on. And uh, guess what? The bad guy, it's not the Chinese. Have you seen a single one of these fucking people like really come at the Chinese? I'm- They're blaming each other. The, the, you know, the conservatives are saying, cost of milk and China, the Beijing Communist Party. And the liberals are going, we have an independent panel and blah, blah, blah. And absolutely at no time, at no time during this little fucking bitch ass slap fight that they're having, is anybody going, yeah, excuse me. Yeah, I'm, I need the phone for a second. Yeah. Hey, China. Hey, yeah, it's Canada. What the fuck are you doing, bud? Who the fuck do you think you are? Yeah, all these people, Yeah, I'm arresting all of them, and none of them are getting out of jail anytime soon. I'm going to hold them fucking hostage. How about that, motherfucker? Because remember when they did that? Remember the two Michaels? Are they dead? Are they alive? What even happened to them? Remember when China was kidnapping people? Uh, Kidnap their fucking people. See how they lie. Well, they're ch- Who cares? Who cares? They're... You're going to let them get away with this? How fucking soft are you? Why don't you just invite more people to come wrong? Dude, if Canada was in prison, you'd be the most abused person in there. Everybody's coming and taking all your food and just doing whatever the fuck they want to you. <laughs> That's Canada right now because you're just... I mean, your your elections are being meddling. They're so bold now. They're so unafraid of our government and our leaders that they're like, fuck it, let's meddle with their elections. You know, like, that's that's cause for war. You understand? If, if the Russians were caught doing this, like, 
flat out, like, concrete, undeniable. They fucking tried to overthrow or do whatever. Or they tied them to any of, like, the actual events that happened. It would be the, the our guys would be caught, would be using it at every excuse possible to do everything up to and including world war with these fucking guys over that. But it's China, so everyone's all real like kicking rocks and looking around, look looking at their shoes and just kind of kicking gravel. So inspiring, you know. I'm so glad we finally have strong men in the government to fucking stick up for it. We'll never be taken advantage of again. No, not with these people. Because China has no blame in this situation at all. That would be xenophobic. It would be it would be anti it would be Asian hate or something. Because the country of China, which is in Asia, which has billions of people in it, so, they're so dumb, you know. But we can't have these discussions. We can't have these discussions uh, because, the, you know, the, the, the conservatives will be called racist, and we can't have that. That's the worst thing that could ever happen. So we're just going to ignore the fact that we're somebody's bitch now. We're just somebody's bitch now. It's good. It's good. Um, I saw this floating around recently, and it just really speaks, like, this is this is teaching. This is how you teach people a lesson, especially kids. And it's such a powerful thing that everyone should be taught this. Maybe not exactly this way, but like I, I knew this, but apparently not everyone did. What does she call I'm it? I'm not 100% sure. The, the bystander effect, I guess. All right, let's see. Why I'm being asked to share this story, but I'm guessing it's because somebody needs to hear it. When I was 16, I went into what I thought was going to be a normal day at biology class. And when I walked in, all the desks were arranged in a circle in the middle of the room. And the instructor, who had always been a really amazing, loving, kind instructor, was super militant, super scary, and Based. just looked at us and said, sit down, shut up. You are not allowed to move, to speak at all. And anyone who does will immediately fail my class. And we were all stunned. I, I get like, just thinking about it because I was a straight A student and grades were really important to me and I was just like terrified. So we're all sitting there silently, nervous out of our minds. And in the middle of this circle that we were all sitting in, there was one desk and on this desk was a bowl with a goldfish in it. And he looked at us and he took the goldfish and he put it on the desk and he walked out and he shut the door. And we all just looked at each other, just like, what do we do? You know, like, obviously it violated like everything inside of me to like watch this fish die. And also I heard the instruction. If you speak, if you get up, if you move, you will automatically fail the class. And so we all sat Brilliant. there looking to each other to do something because we didn't want it to be us. And what was a very painful, it felt like an eternity, it was probably like two and a half minutes later, Hannah, Hannah B, got up and said, fuck this, and took the goldfish and put it back in the bowl. And when she did that, he came out and he looked at all of us and he said, look what the world has done to you. 
You've betrayed yourself. For what? And I think about that lesson all the time because I learned in that moment that I am never going to be that person ever again. That when I see something that is wrong, even if it's just me, I'm going to stand up and I'm going to do what's right. And I've done that over and over again in my life in very scary situations. But I'm sad for people who haven't learned that lesson because there are so many things that are wrong that if you're too scared to make a difference, you won't make right. I hate that TikTok noise at the end. The eye eye makeup was distracting. You know, it was weird, but... What a brilliant, um, you know, way to teach kids a lesson, you know, that everyone should learn. And the funny thing is, it's like, you could go, you know, you should go further with it. But the the, the real risk of the bystander effect is if everybody just thinks somebody else is going to take care of it, it doesn't get taken care of. And if the problem is significant, like a threat, um, people get hurt then, right? Um, so that's why it's imperative that you that everybody is like in see something say something. Like if everybody adopted the never pass a fault, you know, mentality that you know we had in the regiment, how <laughs> how difficult would it be if that was like just culturally like what we were like as a people? We're just like those. It's like that's what they're like over there. You can't get anything past those people. They fucking fight you on everything. <laughs> fight you tooth and nail they try and do anything fucked up they're all over you they're all all over you you can't man they're, it's like a, it's a fucking fortress over there but instead we have well this is our culture instead we have grown men getting in street brawls over a hockey game so instead of you know caring about real things we have guys that are, you know, this is this is worth risking jail and death for. Getting in a street fight over a fucking hockey game. Over children playing hockey. Some 20-year-old kids, 22-year-old kids, millionaires playing a game. And that this get this gets you in the This is enough to motivate you to risk life and limb. <laughs> Man, are you fucked up? Is there a video of it? I think there is. I don't know if I want to watch it. It's stupid. Uh, there was. I saw it earlier. Yeah, one guy's yelling in the background, Guys, it's a fucking game! Yeah. I don't know why the video's no longer here. What is this? What is the meaning of this? What is the meaning of this? I don't know. It's gone. You get the idea. That's what we're doing. <laughs> That's what the guy... And, you know, we're worried about stuff like this. Also Toronto. <laughs> or was that in Vancouver? It was a Leafs and Canucks game, but I don't know. But also in Toronto, the Raptors had to apologize, you know, because they said that only women can procreate, so the sports ball team had to make sure that all the dumb, dumb, low-energy, you know, lazy guys out there that don't... that Just make sure you know. Why why are they even talking about this? Why are the Toronto Raptors talking about procreation? You're a fucking basketball team. Play basketball. K basketball man? Your job is to play basketball. Your job is to bounce a ball around and put it in a net and go wee for stupid people. That's your job, okay? Why are you talking about any of this? 
just total disdain for professional sports. <laughs> it's very hard to achieve, but you know what I mean. You know, it's hard to become a professional basketball player. I'm not just, I'm just saying it's, you know, what, what is, what is this? You're a basketball team, play basketball, you know? Hockey games is like, tonight before tonight's festivities between the Montreal Canadiens and the Toronto Maple Leafs, we at the Air Canada Centre would take a moment to honour the memory of patron St. George Floyd. Please rise and remove your hats. Like, what the fuck are you talking about, man? It's a hockey game. What are you doing? Get out of here with this shit. People come to get away from it, and you just can't help yourselves. They're so power-hungry, they can't leave anything untouched, especially if there's men around. Anywhere there's groups of men, that has to be subverted to fucking next year. I was reading something about a, a script for a movie. Uh, what movie was it? Something that's coming out. Some kind of nerd, like a like a Lord of the Rings-type fucking film. And the writers were talking about how they, like... Oh yeah, you have to deliberately emasculate the men because we have we're trying to have a strong, you know, female-led society. We got to have down with the patriarchy. And we need strong women to lead us in the future. And we got to get They just openly that's the attitude of the people making the fucking propaganda that people are consuming. It's like where did all the men go? Like, well, they were told to stop being men and they agreed. Like idiots. <laughs> okay. Okie dokie, I'll stay home and get mad about sports. I'll go punch a guy in the street over sports while the government threatens my wife's job with a fucking needle. But I'm going to go fight over a sports game. All oh, my kids are going to get kicked out of school unless they don't take a fucking experimental needle. But, you know, I don't have time for that. I'm too busy downtown throwing hands over a fucking penalty shot call. You know? You know, man stuff. What even is this? They issued an apology? After claiming in a women's history... Why are the Raptors making Women's History Month video? We, uh... Hey, uh, here at the, uh, you know, the basketball, uh, sports ball game, we just, you know, we give it 110%, you know, like, we, we, we you know, we rely on our, you know, our teammates, and we just, you know, it's about the guys left and right here, and that's why, you know, like, you know, like, Women's History Month, and it's like, you know, all the women out there, and it's just like, you know how they how they, they they go hard. You know they go hard and they and they get pucks in deep and they fucking go to the net and they. You know, like, what the fuck are you? Get out of here! That's <laughs> just the. Why are you here? This makes no sense. What else are you doing, sports teams? Like, is there a guy doing brain surgery? And then you know these guys just show up and they're like, yeah, you know, you got to cut that brain. You got to go in there 110. percent You got to fucking you know get scalpels in deep. You got to like, what the fuck? Why are you here? You have nothing to do with this. That makes just as much sense to me as commenting on Women's History Month as a fucking professional men's basketball team. Fuck. Oh, oh shit, what was it? Oh, I missed one. You missed one what? Oh, an opportunity to virtue signal to support the current thing because I'm a cock bitch. Cool stuff. In the video, players were asked to respond to the statement about how girls run the world. See what I'm saying? I didn't even read this first. I swear to God, on my life. See? Admit women run the world. All the most powerful people in the world seem to be men. Women run the world. Okay, okay. Now tell your wife to put this on and bend over. What? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going all the way. 
Players reference their biological fact that only women are able to give birth in their answers. Oh, so these guys are just based. Is this what happened? If that's the case... I, oh, this is even funnier now. These guys are either dumb and didn't know that this is verboten in current thing world, and they were trying to be honest, or they're just like, fuck this. Wait, what am I doing? If I, no, no, no. There's only two genders, all right? Either way, hilarious. <laughs> they're the only ones that could procreate, said Flynn. Now he's in trouble. And he's like, what? What do you mean? Why? Since when? Men can have babies. They can? What do you know? They can't? What is happening? That's his life right now. Or he's, you know, other guy says, they birth everybody. Yeah, they, they make all of the people. Pretty important job, you know? No! Oh, okay, never mind. Do you see how they're also attacking? They're attacking everything that makes everyone special. They attack everything that makes men men, that makes them special, that makes them unique, that makes them different from women. So they're being yanked into the middle here. And the women... All of their all of their feminine qualities that make them special and make them unique and all of the special things that they do. Yep. And we're just gonna make everyone kind of a non-binary, amorphous gray blob. Everyone's gonna wear blue jumpsuits, and it's just gonna be the NPC meme, and you're just gonna be stuck with a million needles. Like, is that what we're doing? Straight up. Trans women are women. They don't even respect, you know. So this guy, very good point. They literally make all the people. Huge responsibility. Huge fucking task and ask, by the way. Have you ever seen a woman go through a pregnancy? Fun time. <laughs> Looks like a great time. You know, it's kind of a burden. Little bit of a rough go. So you don't even respect that. You're willing to just mock their existence and pretend that some guy, pretend a guy with a dick with a wig on and makeup is a woman and he's going to be allowed to go to powerlifting competitions. And <laughs> fucking God knows what. Because you don't want to have someone point you. You're going to disrespect the existence of what women do and have to have to go through because current thing. And you think that, again, you're morally, you're better than me. I'm the one that's fucked up. I'm the one that needs to stop talking. Where would we be? So yeah, you know what? What's you know what I benefited very much, greatly from is that my you know I I had my mom and she was home and she took great care of me and all you know kids that have that do much better statistically. I.e., which would seem to suggest that uh, you know mommy being you know raised focused heavily on raising your children has a substantial impact on their development and positive outcome in the future. So if you care at all about your civilization or, you know, your society being healthy and strong and having, that's something you should consider, I think. Nah. Fuck moms. Fuck women. Fuck trans women are women. Fuck all of that hard work and all of that sacrifice and all of the midnight breastfeedings and all that. Fuck all of that. Trans women are women. You're a fucking retard. <laughs> you're an idiot. You have no authority to say anything. You don't know what you're. You're. You are you insane? You're lost your mind. You're out of your mind. You don't even know. Look how much virtue signaling there is here in just one. <laughs> Who made this? This is Har Harrison. 
Harrison again, my arch nemesis. Uh, end racism here. The rainbow gay NHL loco. Trans women are women. You can't tell here, but there's a there's a giant 900 foot statue of George Floyd in the parking lot of the uh, wherever the Edmonton Oilers are playing now. The Edmonton Bank Arena, Central Bank Digital Currencies, fucking section <laughs> zone two of the smart city, fifteen minute city. <laughs> Where do you live? Trans women are women. Oh, okay, you've lost your mind. I see. Good stuff. I mentioned this earlier. Important to do when choosing. I mean. This is the most important position in okay, and let's let's talk about who cares about the right things again. I'm just going to keep doing this. All right? You guys can go ahead and keep hate. That's what this is. It's not I'm pro LGBT. I'm a trans man. You're anti-woman. There's no other explanation. How can you say the how can you disrespect this to this level to think that a, a man can mutilate himself, put on some fake tits, and just literally become a costume and a caricature and a walking insult to what women have to do, and just be like, "Oh yeah, it's the same." And you and you think that you care more about them, you care more about women's issues and women's rights and women's fucking health and all that. Then then you you're the one. You're the good one. I just I just want to make it, I just want to be clear on your position. I'll try to make mine very clear. Let's keep going. Uh, the most important position in in policing, in the military, in any large organization, a corporation, is that this, this is the boss. That's the most important job. They have all of the most important responsibilities. They have all the responsibilities. They have to manage the entire organization. Plus, their leadership example and style and objectives and the thing the the, the the everything they bring to the table permeates downward everyone is under them and it permeates so if you're a shitty leader or you're a substandard it's going guess how gravity works the entire organization suffers conversely if the person at the top of this organization is a is a fucking rock star the entire organization will benefit Based upon their leadership, because the leadership, everything's top down. That person is going to have a direct impact on their immediate subordinates, who are also all very senior positions. And guess what? That attitude is going to go from those to their subordinates, and down and down and down. And it dilutes the further down it goes, but it has a substantial impact. Very important job, incredibly important position, not something to be taken lightly. Very, 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 very important. And you've chosen to virtue signal with it. You've chosen to say identity. The, the prime minister wants to determine uh, the wants the race to determine the next RCMP commissioner. Good. Who wrote this one? David Creighton. Oh, and they say, is there anything wrong with having an indigenous commissioner? Absolutely not, as long as he or she is the best person for the job and not getting hired on the basis of being a First Nations representative. But we know that's what they're going to do. Or a women of color, or a th- like. How'd that last experiment go? That was a hell of a commissioner you just went through. Hey, strong women, strong, powerful woman. Yeah, she did a great job. Outstanding, fantastic. 
fantastic. Beat up their own citizens, turned a blind eye to, you know, foreign subversion. I don't know how many scandals this government... Oh, they stopped investigating. Uh, there was a criminal investigation into the PMO's office, or the, the PMO. But, the, uh, yeah, they, they stopped that. Uh, oversaw the biggest mass murder in Canadian history. Botched all of that. Promoted the people responsible for it. Stood by as the rights of the people were trampled. Uh, oh, deployed your own forces to you know illegally beat and attack citizens, beat up veterans again. All of this again uh, revealed that your own officers reveled in the opportunity to enforce their authority on the public. You presided over that, and did nothing about that either. Drugs record high, murder record. Just everything's going up. Every great fucking job. Great job. So you know who you need to replace this dumpster fire of a fucking commissioner? Is like Batman. You need Commissioner Gordon. You need... You, you can't just go, oh, we'll find someone indigenous and that'll make everybody happy. Because they'll be like, yeah, equality. Yeah, the, the, the police force is still going to be shitty and suffer. It's it, you got to turn this around like fucking today. How how low do you want the trust in, in, the, in the police to go? To, to zero? Do you want them to be openly seen as just enemies of the people wherever they go? And, like, there becomes, like, no-go zones in Canadian cities. Not, not for any, like, ethnic reason. It's just that the police are that hated that even neighborhood children just throw rocks at them as in, on instinct. Is that how far we have to go before you just... I don't know. I guess not. I guess they don't care. As long as they enforce the authority of the state, right? As long as it doesn't matter that people don't trust the police anymore and they hate them, and the, that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you have an unsafe, you know, low low trust society. That violent crime is surging. And nah, that doesn't matter. Are they will tra- are they going to trample them with horses or not? That's all I want to know. Like I said earlier, there is nothing that they won't do. There's nothing they can't be made to do. I guarantee you, some of them go, no, no, absolutely not. There's no fucking way. You sure? Because there's evidence to suggest that, that, yes, indeed, you are that kind of person. Because guess what? The people that, you know, commit these horrible atrocities and so on in the past, they're just regular people. There's a book called Ordinary Men. I suggest you read it. It's about the Einsatzgruppen. Yeah, you know what they did? Ordinary men, they were. Just following orders, just doing my job. Get a little more extreme every day. A little further, a little worse. You know? Some arrests over here, a couple disappearances, murder, maybe a couple murders. Let's just just kill everybody. Let's just kill everybody. Just kill everybody. Mass grave. Women, children, fuck it. You know? And how did they get there? One step at a time, didn't they? And you know what? They were cops. The Einsatz gripping. A lot of them were cops. Did you know that? There's one guy, he was a, uh, what did he say he had? He had basically like a sergeant's job in like Berlin or something I was reading about. And he was talking about that and he's like, now he like, he has to, he has to stay drunk all the time so he doesn't kill himself. And because of the, the nightmare, like he just basically tries to stay blackout all the time as they're just liquidating people because it's like, I, most of them, a lot of them committed suicide. A lot of them went crazy, you know? I imagine, I imagine shooting pits of women and children on a daily basis for weeks at a time would probably take its toll <laughs> on you mentally. 
They didn't go to any special uh, genocide camp. They didn't go to a school to train them into being, you know, psychopaths. They were cops that were just doing their job. And so are you. Isn't that nice? That's great. That's cool. Hey, did you see all the bank accounts getting shot? How many political prisoners have you taken this year? Huh? A lot of pastors, too. You know what else they really didn't like was the church. <laughs> a lot of, well, I'm seeing a lot of similarities. You know, this is uh, textbook authoritarianism on in its infancy. It's walk. It's, it's learning to walk right now. The author, the tier, the authoritarian monster is alive and well in Canada and uh, you know much of the world, and it's learning to walk. No, it's not. It wasn't born. It's not like, oh, come see the the baby. It's walking around now. Soon it'll learn how to talk. Then it's gonna that's gonna be strong enough to hold a gun. It's only gonna get worse. Man, this is how bad he is now as a four year old. You know, imagine what he's gonna be like when he's forty two and pissed off. It's a hell of an authoritarian baby. You know, who knows what he'll get up to? I guess we'll find out, won't we? One step at a time. One step at a time. Just doing my job one step at a time. No reason to stop. And while you're at it, since you guys are watching, um, feel free to look into this. I know I know you guys are really interested in me and my friends and all of that. And I don't know, terrorism, big scary fire, all that. But again, these, these transsexual pervert activists, uh, otherwise Antifa, the terrorist cell, Again, supported by the Canadian Hate Network, funded by the Canadian government, state sponsor of terrorism. Again, another domestic terror attack, this time in Atlanta, featuring a Canadian uh, professor. Very nice. Two dozen suspects arrested in Atlanta on suspicion of domestic terrorism following a violent ambush on law enforcement on Sunday evening. Sound good? You like them? You still like these guys? A hundred militants broke off from a protest in South River Forest area southeast of Atlanta to launch an attack on nearby police. The officers were guarding a construction site for a future first responder training facility that members of the extremist group seek to stop. Their violence has escalated in recent months, leading to a deadly shooting in January and 19 of their members being charged with terror offenses so far. We are proudly anti-fascist. And who is this is Tom Jurgens. He's a lawyer for the Southern Poverty Law Center. You know, the Canadian Hate Network's cousin. Proud children of the Anti-Defamation League. Frederic, Frederic Robert Paul, however the fuck you say this, I don't know, is a radical anarchist from the St. Pascal, Quebec region with a graduate sociology background at Concordia University in Montreal. The, what? This is this is it? Ah, it's not surprising. This should have been obvious. Take one look. Let's play spot the Antifa terrorist. Oh, uh, yeah. This is way easier than fact or fairy tale, guys. What kind of photo? Who takes a photo like that? I assume this one on the left is the arrest photo. This guy's smiling. Why? What's this weird, like, this is the last thing you see before they, like, is she going to pee in your mouth? Like, what is that? I don't know. It's a weird photo to take, but. Oh, well. It's just more Canadian left-wing Antifa fucking terrorists uh, trying to kill people and burn things down and so on. There's another guy from France. Oh, good. They brought in a Frenchman. Where are they? Where are they? they got arrested in Atlanta, Georgia. 
Do you guys know Atlanta's not a Georgia's not a good place to go to jail, guys. Their judges are a little uh harsh, you know? Um You know, I don't know. I can see these guys. Oh, these can, this cannot be Antifa. There's no way. Oh, he identifies as a woman, by the way. This uh, you can see you can literally see his dick. Plain as day. Hairy-chested, long-haired man. This is a woman named Jamie. Because look at the pink. Right. Got it. Oh, it's before and after. Oh, man. How many of them are there? They all look, not surprisingly, like you'd expect. Oh. <laughs> what are you, 13? Anarchy! Riot! Arrows! You're like a 13-year-old child. You know, this shit was cool literally when you're 13. God, this it's arrested development. Yep. Look, all the same. Bizarre hair, weird facial piercings, you know, overweight, shitty tattoos, lots of virtue signaling everywhere. I mean, fuck, you can mile away. All right. This is the whole lot of them. Oh, well, I'm sure the government will look into that. I'm sure they'll take note of that, that there's been yet another... Antifa terrorist attack. It's another one. We got another one. Good. Good. What are we not doing? Well, we're busy busy not looking into this. In the ongoing saga of the Chinese Communist Party regime's interference into Canadian elections in the past couple of campaigns, a lot of people have likened what's going on to a drip, drip, drip story. Meaning every day, or sometimes several times a day, there's a new drip to the story, a new little nugget aspect that furthers the narrative, that tells us more information. And this has a lot of observers asking, just how many more drips are there? How many more aspects of this story are there to come? And I think the answer is a whole lot more, for two key reasons. Reason number one is that original reporting in all of this told us that the Toronto consulate of the Beijing regime had backed 11 candidates in total, mostly liberals, a couple conservatives. Oh, what was that last part? Interesting. Now, some of the reporting we've seen more recently has been about one liberal MP. Gotta get the libs out. It's through the battle. Hand on. One individual, one out of 11. We're probably perhaps going to see stories soon about some of the 10 others and all the different details and aspects about that. You know, one day of this. Well, story. maybe not. Um, you know, Anthony, is Anthony Fury, I think, right? Maybe not, because, you know, the RCMP is looking for whistleblowers. We're going to make sure that you don't hear any more about this. Apparently, because that's how Canada operates now. Shut up and do what we tell you. The peanut has spoken. Did you not hear the peanut earlier? All right? No talking. Genocide for you. Immediate death. Death camp. That's why we're building the Einsatzgruppen. The Royal Canadian Mounted Einsatzgruppen. Story was just talking about. Han Don's personal statement on the issue where he was denying a lot of the allegations. What's going to happen when more names start coming out? Now, on that point... And here's it's the- funny that they're like, oh, they deny the allegations. Has anyone ever been like, yeah, I know. <laughs> Has that ever happened in the history of political scandals, government scandals? Could you imagine? Mr. President, Mr. President, is it true that you were having sexual relations in your office? Hell yeah, man. I fucking hit that all the time. I do whatever I want. I'm Wild Bill. <laughs> don't, don't, please don't tell Hillary she's scary. 
You don't know what she's like when she's mad. She's got a butterfly knife. <laughs> she's real good with it, too. I'm kind of freaked out. Can I stay at your place tonight? <laughs> oh, she, she comes. Shut up. Shut up. Smile and nod. Hey, Hillary. I know I definitely wasn't embarrassing us by banging the secretary. I would, ne I would never do that. Oh, God, she's kind of <laughs> Yeah, they'll tell the truth, won't they? They're always going to say no. It's like, why even ask? Why even ask them? No one in the history of ever would be like, yeah, yeah, I did it. So what? What are you going to do about it? I took all their money. I'm, I got, they're paying me. I'm going to pick up more Chinese money right now. What do you think of that? What do you think of that, journalist man? <laughs> <laughs> Openly proud, corrupt Canadian officials. That's what I want to see. Where we get to item number two, names coming out. How have things come out previously? <laughs> no more gay pride. I want to see corruption pride. I want to see pridefully corrupt politicians. At least, at least be honest and make this fun. I would love that. Is listen, this is already basically pro wrestling. I mean, I've pretty much I think we've pretty much established that Canada is basically just a pro wrestling production at this point. The whole Diagalon thing. So let's just, you know, start doing it. Just come out there. Come on, government. I want to see you down here in the center of this ring in front of all these people. At Where the fuck are we right now? Peterborough. <laughs> Music plays. Government walks out. I do what I want, and nobody is going to stop me. <laughs> stunner! 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 Let's just do this. Just, like, cut the shit. Everybody knows. Let's just make it fun, at least. Let, I, I stand by my previous idea. We should grift. The, the entire country should just turn this into a grift. Be as deliberately as ridiculous as possible, but at the same time... Also, cut all access off to the world. No one's allowed... You, you already want this internet control bill anyway, right? So turn it around. Don't block Canadians from the rest of the world. Block the rest of the world from Canada and charge them a fee. And they have to pay, I don't know, something cheap, like $2 a month. It's Canada. We're not worth that much. Make them pay some kind of a fee, and then they can watch the reality show unfold. Where there's just government officials being like, what are you going to do? I'll do whatever I want. I'll do whatever I want. I mean, we have a crazy woman. Like, this This is just, this is a side plot. Like, you know, like an episode of Trailer Park Boys or whatever. There's like the main story. And then there's like little side plots going on. Like, oh, J-Rock's doing a thing over there. You know, little side stories that are kind of fun to pay attention to. You know, just to keep it. Keep it fresh, you know? Here's just... I'm just pitching this to producers and people. I'm pitching this to CSIS. You want to make your money back? Waste it off the Diagalon thing? We'll go 50-50 on you with this. You guys can make this happen. Here's just an example. This is one of our side plots, and we've got lots of great ones, dude. I'm telling you, they're fucking bangers. Let's go. Boom. How about this? We have a queen. We have a queen with her own money printing now. She's printing her own currency. She's grifting. She's stealing money from people and telling them that she's printing basically her version of Canadian tire money. Hilarious with a flag says, God loves you. <laughs> but I love money more. Send me money. The QAnon queen is printing her own... Oh, interesting. Let's pay attention to this absolute shit show. Uh, we're not a serious country, dude. That this is even being entertained. That this woman's not in prison. And these people aren't being deprogrammed right now in a hospital. Is like... I, I don't know what to say. She gave a... Gr the, she, she was appointed as, by the group of people! If you don't remember. The group of people have appointed her and she's giving away... 
no, basically comically sized novelty checks with it says a hundred thousand something. The Kingdom of Canada backed by we the people. Oh, good. That's a very sound currency system. It's backed by we the people. The group of people have backed the money. And I make it on these giant... <laughs> Is it, does this go in your pocket? Like, do you get a special money-carrying case for it? Like, this doesn't seem very practical. And why 100000 So you're you're obviously printing a lot of money. That's a lot. Those are big units to be given away for a brand new currency. I mean, you've debased it a lot already. Wow. You sure it's not based on, uh, you're, you're sure this isn't a fiat currency? Oh, wait, it is. You're just getting people to send you actual money, and in exchange, you're giving them fake money that you made, and you're taking advantage of mentally ill people. Um, this is insane. And apparently, this person is not, I've just learned that she is within 30 minutes of my location right now. I'm thinking to do something about this. I don't know what yet, but I told you. I declared the kingdom of the empire of Diagalon has already declared war on the kingdom of Canada and its fucking usurper fake queen. We're going to roll over that empire and absorb it into ours. Your little fucking kingdom. Ooh, you got a kingdom? Big whoop. Big whoop. I got this and I have a whole empire. You have nothing. I don't know what. I don't know where. I don't know how. But that was, I mean, that's just an opportunity waiting to happen. It's literally like 20 minutes from here. I can get in my truck and be there in 20 minutes. <laughs> I have to think about this. Maybe I can get 100,000 fake dollars. And how much do they have to send in to get this? I wonder. This is the same person, again, that was telling people to, uh, you know, not pay. Oh, she's made quite a bit. To not pay their... Um, their utility bills, not pay their mortgages, not because she's she's royally decreed that those are not legal anymore, and you don't have to pay your bills. So people are literally having their homes taken and having their utilities shut off and having their lives ruined, so they can funnel you know more money into this. Basically, the biggest case of open fraud I've seen in national history. I don't I don't know who reasonably believes any of this is remotely a thing. Why why are the police not protecting people? vulnerable people from this very obvious criminal like you're you're shutting listen motherfuckers you shut down people's bank accounts for for sending twenty dollars to a trucker protest and this thing is like hundreds of thousands of dollars by now but that's not something you need to that's fine i guess oh right because it's not affecting you it's not affecting your your grift the government's grift of um Milking the pack taxpayer dry to death. I forgot. So side plot, we have a queen going on. You know, that, that's... that's <laughs> Minor, you know, if you're interested. There's a whole pile of people. She has like uh, uh, 50,000 followers on Telegram. Something like that. She was anointed Queen of Canada by the QAnon people in America and immediately had like a massive follow. It was ridiculous. It was insane. She sees. She was basically ordering people to start killing cops and all of this crazy shit, and they're just leave her alone. There's going to be a situation with that person someday. I bet you. Once the grift starts to run out, they get cornered. Or even worse, does this person believe what they're doing? I don't think so. I'm pretty sure she's just a criminal and a scam artist. But more troubling is if they're like, "Oh no, this is all legit." Like that's dangerous. How long until they decide that? All right. Whatever. Send, send more CSIS agents to fucking mayonnaise terrorists' house. 
Let's make sure he doesn't send me another. I want to make. I don't. I want to make sure that never happens again. You guys better arrest him. Oh, man on the mountain, thank you, brother. He says, "Yeah, Blams. Blams is the only one I can trust. Blams and the PEI guys." He says that teacher was based. Yeah, that was a great story. Satoshi Ape and the real Donald T says it is. It is to make brain dead sports followers to think they have some knowledge. Yeah, there's that. Well, let's make sure they stick with the. Pro- it's like they're updated programming. It's like, by the way, we're doing this now. Oh, okay. Oh, by the way, justice for George, Black Lives Matter, you know, refugees welcome, all of this shit. What does it have to do with anything? Nothing. They just, okay, got the download, current thing. Um, Jenstein says, the only thing I didn't like about my, my, about my man mom was, oh God. Why do you guys gotta, why, Jenstein is a weird He's sucking on a guy's tits. He's got a blood farm. Like, I don't know. He might be a serial killer. I don't know. Littlefoot says, can I re-enlist and just go to selection and identify as being selected? Yeah, you can. I always felt like I was a soft person trapped in an infantile brain and body. Yeah, I know. You could. You might as well. They're trying to force this fucking shit on the, on the soft units, too. And there's guys, everybody wants out. Everybody's getting out. Like, the morale situation is very bad. The attrition situation is catastrophic. And I guess it's just everybody's either out, on the way out, or staying in and don't care if they live or die. It's just like, they've just resigned themselves to like, it's like, I got six more years left until I'm done. You know what I mean? They're like, I don't give a fuck anymore. Like, uh, die, live, whatever, you know. That's, that's good. You know, good, high morale military. Let's, let's saber rattle. Let's, 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 uh. You know, Slava. Let's let's Slava, you guys. The military is in the perfect. This is the be- never been a better time to Slava than right now. This is the best Slavaing season you could possibly have found. You walk, you just backed right into it. How lucky are you that you get to Slava this hard, man? Nelson, how are you? He says anyone that identifies as a woman should be kicked square in the nuts. Watch how fast he becomes a man. It's so, man. It's so silly. You'd think it was 10% of the population the way they act. It's ridiculous. Uncle Kenny says, here, I'm passing the buck. I get it. <laughs> uh, Nelson says, I think instead of jailing JT, he should be sentenced to living the rest of his pathetic days in population. <laughs> Guys like that don't go to jail, man. Madam Breezy says, remember, it was always in you. Join the army. Yeah, join the army. I think I made a pretty good case for that earlier. It's it's worth it. They'll totally honor your memory. They'll take care of you. Ram says we are in a depression. What is worse than a depression is a full-on collapse. Well, that may be the intention because out of a crisis, um, chaos is when you can provide a solution to end the pain and end the misery and end the chaos. And that may look like central bank digital because the currency is crashing because it's at the end of its life cycle. Where's my... Where's my highly sophisticated teaching tools? <laughs> oh, my God. I'm stupid. There. I'll use green for money. Or actually, I'll, I'll do this. So you've got, you know, amount of money, and then you've got time here. Have you ever seen these charts? And it's like, here's what the money's worth. Or no, actually, it goes backwards. The money is worth, you know, this much. And then you run out of money, and the government's like, ah, oh, we got to print some more. 
because we're broke. It's like, okay, well, we'll print more. But since there's now more of it, the original money is now worth less because there's more supply. So now it goes down. And and this keeps happening over time to where it's basically down around here now. And the, the dollar is worth almost nothing compared to where it originally was. Um, and that's because this is this is a basically a game of musical chairs printing and and the real problem came around when they uh, got off the gold standard to where you could just print so a fiat currency is money that doesn't it, it just is because we said so like mono, literally like monopoly money I could just make it at, at home and here you go well why is this worth what it's worth because I said so the old money you used to be able to trade you know. If you took uh, whatever the price of gold is right now, $2,700 or so Canadian, you take that much money to a bank in banknotes, and they go, here you go. They go, okay, thanks, and they give you an ounce of gold. And that's what money was for, so you didn't have to literally fucking carry gold around. You just had notes that you could trade around so people weren't coming into the bank all day. People aren't walking around with all the, They get robbed and so on, right? And they're like, ah, oh, fuck it. Why even have... Because if you only have so much gold, you can only have so much money to represent the gold. So they're like, let's just not care and just make money out of nothing forever. Well, it doesn't last forever. Eventually, it becomes fucking worthless. Hyperinflation is what happens. It takes hold. And the government did everything in its fucking power, you would think. If they, if they were trying to implode the currency, I don't know how they could have done it any faster. The Americans are doing it with Ukraine right now. That's... Billion here, billion there, more 20 billion for this, 500 million for that. Just throwing money left and right like there's no tomorrow. Canada did it. The, the current regime has spent more money than every other prime minister in the history of the country combined. Did you know that? Where's my stupid... Where are you? Where are you? Crap. Okay, I seem to have lost my... No, I didn't. Like, tell me this is an accident. So you're spending at a rate of like, well, here on the left, this is every prime minister from Sir John A. Macdonald to Stephen Harper and everybody in between, $634.4 billion total debt. This government, $659.1 billion in a fraction of the time. No, but they're, they're, they're looking out for you. This is the financial equivalent to someone taking over your finances, racking up all of your credit cards, completely burning through your entire line of credit, remortgaging your house, spending all of your savings, if you had any at all, and then putting a lien on the house and on your vehicles and so on, like for gambling debts. And you're like, oh, it'll be, don't worry about it. Don't, don't worry about it. I see. See, because soon... We won't even be able to service. We won't even be able to pay the interest on the debt. See, we owe like over a trillion dollars. And we only a trillion dollar economy. I think we're not, or we're, not even, we're not even paying down the debt. We can't even do that anymore. We can only just pay off the interest month after month. Soon we won't be able to do that. And you know what happens then? Default. Bail-in. Bail-in time. The government seizes your accounts. Everybody's. They're going to take a piece of all that. Who knows how much they take to bail themselves out. Bail the, maybe the banks need to be bailed out. You <laughs> Ignore this situation at your own peril. I don't know why that no noise keeps happening. But oh well. 
you know, they're just they're looking out for it. There's not enough money to feed people, though, guys. We have people going to food banks at double the rate that, than they used to. Um, we just we don't have the money for it because apparently we spent it all. We spent six hundred and fifty nine billion dollars. That's like you've almost mortgaged the country. We have a trillion dollar economy. You're almost two thirds of the way there. You might as well go for the full T. Go full T. Spend the full trillion. Go a full trillion dollars in spending. Spend more. Literally spend more than all of Canada is worth. <laughs> Do it. Please. That will definitely work out. Oh, what else? There's a lot of shit going on. I have a lot of things pulled up, and I don't know how much time I have to go through it. Lots, apparently. Well, a little bit left. Okay, so... And the police are pretty corrupt, and that's pretty bad, and the government's afraid of China, and everybody knows. Oh, this is, this is really bad as well. Speaking of the government's lying, and again, uh, I don't doubt it's any different here. They just didn't get caught. Uh, Madam Breeze says, I ain't saying yeah, the prime minister is a gold digger. Well, they're making lots of money anyway with their own little... Their foundations and their kickbacks and their investments and their... Isn't it convenient, too? That, like, they're all really well invested in these medical companies and it just so happens... It's just luck, guys. It's just an accident that all these really connected people and this... Are all making, you know, mad money. That's just a... That's just a... It's a coincidence. Um, let's just... I might as well just start with this, I think. Who said... Um, recently that the virus was under... This is one of the uh, government ministers in the United Kingdom. Uh, Hancock. Is, that, is it Matt Hancock? I think he's, Is he like the health minister or something like that? Um, I think so. Let's see here. Who said um, recently that the virus was under control? Yes. Is it? So before um, you play the rest of this clip, this is back in the... What is this? December 20th, 2020. Okay. 13th of December, so a week prior, these are his text messages over here with someone else, about how he's uh, he wants to frighten the pants off everyone with a new strain. When do we deploy the new variant, he says. Probably meaning, like, when are we going to run with this storyline of the new variant and everybody be afraid and get, it's time to get vaccinated and stay home, stay safe and all that. Like, th this is what they're doing behind the scenes. We frighten the pants off everyone with the new strain. Yep, that's what will get proper behavior change. See, we'll just frighten you into doing what we want. That's abuse. That's abuse. That's gaslighting. That's not really gas. It's, it's more just, it's, it's just abuse. I'm going to threaten you into doing what I want. I'm going to make you afraid so you'll do what I want. And what I want you to do is take an experimental medical injection. So this is what he's talking about, and then a week later he goes on TV and says this. No, uh, it, it's not. The new variant is out of control, and we need to bring it under control. And this news about the new variant has been a, a an incredibly difficult end to, frankly, an awful year. Yeah, you seem really concerned about it, obviously. And it's important for everybody to act, essentially act like they might have the virus, and that's the way that we can control it together. Good. Now to the bottom here, who's this other guy? Damon Poole says, big risk with the variant right-wing papers. So, you know, the, the bad guys will go for a renewed push 
Yeah, we can't. We gotta gotta be careful. We don't want to roll out too many variants too fast, or they're gonna be on to us. Excuse me. Excuse me. So this has been big news today. The Telegraph's lo- is a uh, you know a media outlet in the United Kingdom. The lockdown files, much like the Twitter files in America. How much do you need? The FBI has come out. Numerous people, now a number of whistleblowers have said, yeah, um, we basically set up January 6th. Uh, we're being made to go after right-wing Americans and right-wing people and frame them as terrorists. That's what, that's what, it's really fucked up. What's going on over here? Whistleblowers, okay. So what we assumed was true was true. And then you have the Twitter files. Yeah, it was censoring all kinds of things and you know suppressing the truth and making sure all these different things got while amplifying outright lies and propaganda. Twitter is controlled by the government and it's making sure everybody's towing the party line. Okay, and now oh look, the media in the UK, same thing, towing the line, playing ball, fuck the people. Really, I'm sure it wasn't like that in Canada though. How many of them do you think are sweating right now? Like, oh, fuck, you see what they did to Matt? You see what happened to Hancock? They got his text messages? How the fuck? Throughout the course of the pandemic, officials and ministers wrestled with how to ensure the public complied with ever-changing lockdown restrictions. One weapon in their arsenal was fear. We frightened the pants off everyone, he suggested, during a WhatsApp message with his media advisor. The then-health secretary was not alone in his desire to scare the public into compliance. The messages seen by the Telegraph show how several members of his team engaged in a kind of project fear in which they spoke about how to utilize fear and guilt to make people obey the lockdown. As with the other revelations, it is shocking yet not surprising. We knew there was doing. We knew they were doing this, but there's something truly grotesque about seeing the contempt they had for people laid bare. See this? I I can see that though. This is shocking to some people that they like they they talk about us like we're pieces of shit and they don't give a yes they're all like that they don't care I can see it they're very they're they're good at tricking a lot of people into pretending like they say the right things that's good enough to convince most people everything's under control but I'm like the hypocrisy and the double think is and these people were listening to these clowns as they again imposed rules, created rules, insane, insane human rights violating rules, and then didn't follow them themselves. So made you go through this torture and punishment, ruined lives and separated families and so on, but they didn't have to do any of it. But listen to them now as they slava. You can trust them on the Chinese stuff. Dude, it's the government. They're totally not fucked up. Hancock went full Dr. Evil with his question, when do we deploy the new variant? Good. Guess and, and guess what happened? Guess what happened to old Bojo? A lot of people were, you know, guess, you know what he was like? He was like pee-pee for the United Kingdom when he was coming in. A lot of people were excited for him and thought he was going to, listen, he's, he's going to, you know. But you know what happened? He was a pussy. He knew. He knew better. And he fucking folded like they always do. It says, uh, how far, uh, this is the previous Prime Minister, Boris Johnson, should be accused is another question. Excuse another question. Throughout the lockdown files, he shows his instinct for freedom, but lacks the courage to convert in that into policy. Does that sound like anyone you know? 
This latest episode is no different as the Telegraph reveals the then Prime Minister had promised that families would be reunited at Christmas. At first, since the pandemic struck in early 2020, he said forego, foregoing long-awaited reunions would be inhuman and against the instincts of many people in this country. But behind the scenes, his ministers and officials were increasingly aware that vast swaths of the public faced a grave disappointment and that the Johnson administration would take the blame for their frustration. The solution in December was to frighten the pants off everyone with a declaration of new strain of COVID known as the Alpha or Kent variant. Oh, we had some different different uh, options we could choose from. What kind of variant are you going for? Uh, I think a Kent variant. I'd like a high, high-waisted, high you know, fedora-wearing trench coat type of variant. Like, There's so many. The variants of concern, which are made up in the fucking newsroom. They're, they're made. <laughs> it's so dumb. Oh, in a, in, in a conversation between Hancock and Poole on the 13th, the pair discussed how to survive the coming backlash and storm. On the day, there were 18,000 cases and 410 deaths. Five days later, uh, Johnson would scrap his five his planned five-day Christmas amnesty in an about turn. Didn't have the guts. Coward. Chickened out. People would point and go, Ree! and he went, okay, I will continue the law. Lo- I will continue the madness. I'll continue the insanity because I don't want to, I don't want people to be mad at me. It goes on to say, every time I think I have hit peak anger with this ongoing saga, the messages reveal a new low. The bizarre power given to chancers, I don't know what that, what that means, Slacky and Lee, uh, James Slack and Lee Kane and the Downing Street communications team, to dictate policy, cases nauseating glee at imposing petty restrictions and his characterization of the desire to retain basic privacy around one's contact details as pure conservative ideology. Having privacy is is just fucking far right nonsense. Apparently, Boris's claims that uh, Boris's claim that another lockdown would be the height of absurdity before immediately implementing it. I could go on. Hancock's brazen fear tactics, apparently divorced from any kind of scientific evidence, deployed to use his word with borderline psychopathic was with borderline psychopathic disregard for the impact they would have on people is the worst finding yet in this already incredibly sordid tale. That word keeps coming up lately. But wait, there is more. The BBC conspired in the campaign, a fear that kept Britain locked up. Ministers and the, uh, and the broadcasters treated fighting the virus just like a war, justifying the shutdown of all dissent. It wasn't about science, it was about politics. That was obvious as soon as the government began talking about the following, the science as if it were a fixed body of revealed truth. Nobody knows if anything Nobody who knows anything about science could say such a thing unless they were engaged in a deliberately misleading campaign of public coercion. The sheer absurdity and pointlessness of so many of the restrictions on normal life should have given the game away. This program was designed to frighten, not to inform, and to make doubt or skepticism appear morally irresponsible. Which is precisely the opposite of what science does. But those of us who decried all this at the time were not just told... We're not just protesting at an, at an intellectual betrayal, the dismantling of a tradition of open argument and rational debate which had created the modern world. That's all they did. But they're sorry. We're sorry. But we're sorry. <laughs> You're not. Uh, oh, did I miss that one? Oh, and by the way, in case you were wondering... Yeah, they did. Again, he's staying in jail, but they did lay charges. <laughs> Hate crime charges against that pastor that was protesting. So maybe he'll get five years in prison. 
for that for for being uh, rude or causing a disturbance at a drag qu- at at grown men, you know. Hate crime. Canada. 2023. Which one's this? Yeah. All right. And it's, again, it's a global problem. It's not just here. You can't go anywhere. This mind virus has is gone global. The disease is everywhere. Listen to this fucking exchange. A few seconds between a, a woman is... <laughs> she's protesting outside if you can call it that outside of an abortion clinic she's clearly a catholic or a christian woman and is silently praying across the street from an abortion clinic guess what the cool the cool guys who are just doing their jarb and definitely would never end up being Einstein's group and do can i please ask you to step away from here and step outside the exclusion zone the exclusion zone. But you've said you're engaging in prayer, which is the offence. No, but you are still engaging in prayer. It is an offence. Okay, then. It's an offence to engage in prayer. So he's determining what prayer is, that you're doing it, and it's illegal. Oh, and guess what? He's got his hands in his vest like a fat dork slob. And he is, you can tell. Typical. So you would rather that uh, you be arrested and taken away than stand outside the exclusion zone. Is that what you're saying? It's just an instinct to go after, like, anybody with some kind of, like, moral spark to, like, oppose something they believe in, you know? They just got to crush them. They just got to go after them. What a son of a bitch. Typical. He's just, hey, he's just doing his job. That kind of same, is, you think it's a coincidence that that typical kind of attitude has just been embraced by all of the jackboot thugs across the world? Australia's military is training to beat the shit and attack its own citizens now. Remember that a few weeks ago? That's fun. Hey. Hey, Australia. If you thought the police were fun, wait until the Royal Australian Regiment Riot Squad comes to town. Wait until you have a bunch of 20-year-old meathead kids with batons and tear gas guns coming to shut down your fucking lockdown protest. Your climate lockdown protest? The army's going to come. Oh, they'll have guns. Nothing, nothing will happen. It definitely won't escalate. They're escalating their behavior. This is destined for a showdown. In the response to, to all you, I say in Canada, but in 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 the Netherlands, they're doing. They tried a lot of these pro this protest movement. Clearly. Public opinion is souring. It's going south. People have are, are becoming more and more disillusioned and frustrated and upset with the status quo with the government all the time, and it's 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 reaching. You know, I've it's never been this bad in my lifetime. Something like what happened in Ottawa is that'll that's once in a lifetime, and their response to that clear, obvious wound in the nation's psyche 
is to punish them more, double down on these people, N- not listen to them, not not try to find out a solution. No, just just attack them, demonize them, political prisoners, physically beat them, put them in jail, to take their finances away. You know, basic tyrannical oppression. That will surely that'll surely uh, you know shore things up. Slava, Slava, he's going to Slava. Monolita says, my mom once told me not to worry about inflation because she says, don't worry, inflation will go down eventually. <laughs> and the currencies only last, I think it's about 200 years. There's a, or maybe it's, I can't remember. There's a, it, it, some of them last longer than others. It depends on how it's, how it's mi- milked, I guess, but. They only last for like the world's leading reserve currency, like what everybody traded everything in, used to be Spanish doubloons. You know why it's not anymore? Used to be like the the Roman uh, silver coins. You know, then there was the Portuguese. They you know, and oh, and the British pound was was popular for a long time. Oh, the uh, uh, and then the American dollar came along, and well, had a pretty good run, but it's on the way out now. Um, and other rival countries, the Chinese and the Russians, are preparing accordingly. Stack stockpiling gold and precious metals, and Canada has none. We've sold all of ours, so we're gonna just we're gonna re. Uh, maybe we do. Honestly, may, maybe the Queen's Queen Ramona de Dulo from the group of people. Maybe her money might actually that might be worth more than the actual Canadian dollar soon. <laughs> so maybe I maybe I'm wrong. Jen Stein says CRJ is a serial killer. Inside that tub of mayo is a skull. You know what? I I never even looked. But to be fair, like the skull could have found its way in there on its own. Like mayonnaise is evil. Like it just that's just part of its it's part of its why people like it. You should expect you should expect to find human body parts in all containers of mayonnaise. The fact that you haven't or haven't noticed is weird. Uh, Dr. Jenstein says, all I, all I could think during the Mayo Torture last show was the beginning of Pulp Fiction. How did, how did Pulp Fiction start again? Was that when they were in the car? No, I can't remember. It's been, I haven't seen it in a long, in years. Uh, Godzilla says, I've been taking notes for the last three hours and just ran everything through chat GPT. Here's what it concluded. Satan is the mind virus. Don't dismiss the power of prayer. Jacob Powell is a Chad. Jacob Powell is. (laughs) Thank you very much. (laughs) Appreciate it. Make sure I didn't miss anything over here. We're getting late. We're running out of time here. Thank God. Thank God. I'm on too many pages. Oh, I'm not not enough pages. That's a great clip from Russell Brand. I might save that for a minute towards the end. Banning guns. <laughs> All right. I was talking about this earlier. Forced to inflate domestic terrorism numbers. Yeah, one case becomes seven cases. We need more money. There's so much terrorism. Give us money for terrorism. They've, they've identified what people are afraid of. They made them afraid of the, the right-wing militia boogeyman and then tricked and said, oh, they're under every corner. Give us money. we got to find cases to show people that they're, they, they're out there. we got to come up with something so we can keep this money going because if everybody finds out there is no threat, well, we're going to take a fucking serious budget cut. We can't be having that, so we better come up with some some people. Um, this is definitely worth watching. I was talking about this on Derek's stream the other night. This woman, I don't know her name, uh, Muslim woman, 
has some thoughts on the uh well she has some there's some hate speech but i don't but i mean she's got a hijab on so now we're gonna have to find out who's more of a victim in canada because initially like muslims were the ultimate victim for a while because that's what the right-wing people were mad about um but they've moved on to other things so other you know they like lost their place in the in the hierarchy of of current thing i guess so I don't know. We'll see. Maybe maybe they'll turn on the Muslims soon because they're not really a fan of this stuff. But uh, check this out. That- oh yeah. It's gonna be a bit long. Stop telling trans people that we're inspirational. Stop telling kids to go on your Patreon and chat to you privately or without Indian, their parents knowing. Great video though. And then a lot of people made stitches of me saying I'm transphobic, I've done a lot of bad stuff, um, they've even attacked my scarf, my religion, a lot of bad stuff, which I don't want to go into. And these people have also said they are not talking to the kids. Okay, yeah. so I did a little bit of digging. Hi kids. Hey kids. I want to talk to the kids. Hi kids. Bet you do. Hey kids. <laughs> so yeah, there's a lot of videos of them addressing kids. Now, the main video I want to talk about. Your parents screwed up. It's okay to say so. (laughs) That's why I made a Patreon. So you want to talk to kids whose parents have screwed up? Why? Why do you want to talk to these particular kids? Why? That's why I made a Patreon. So that we could talk about it. So that we could connect in a way that has more privacy. So that we could talk to each other in a way that's uh, more open and stuff <laughs> that we wouldn't share like in the comments of a video like this how to groom children 101 i think you're worthy and worthy so you want to talk to kids on a social media platform privately totally appropriate about topics that cannot be talked about in the video of tiktok's comments <laughs> right. sections no red flags here because why why you want to do that why you can't chat about these topics in these comments is it because it might get flagged or something? What 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 could be the reason? Could this be one of the reasons? Going no contact with the kids' parents? Because you say in one of your videos how kids can go no contact with their parents. So you teach kids how to go no contact with their parents? Is that is that what you're teaching them on, on Patreon? Or is it this? You're teaching this more on... Because this, this video might get flagged. That's why I don't want to say the word. Sex. And this is Jeffrey it Marsh's says. Patreon. You talk about this topic with kids now here are just some of the signs of grooming literally one of the first ones gaining access and isolating the victim asking them privately to go on patreon and talking <laughs> to them privately so you can connect and then showing these kids that you trust them you love them you'll keep their secrets and to keep them isolated from their parents and then the icing on the cake is this video hi beautiful if you do not have a family that loves you I'm going to be your family. No, you can't. You are a stranger on the internet. You are not their family. Oh, and another thing. You can turn off age restrictions on Patreon. So kids can go to Jeffrey Marsh's their Patreon. Oh. Okay, guys, this video is going to be... So, that's what kids are doing on the internet these days. Nobody's grooming your kids. Nope. Not a, nothing to see here. 
didn't like that? Why didn't you like that? Some of these comments. Can't believe you weren't into that. Who wouldn't be into that? I, I wish my kid... I'm not even going to joke about that. That's demented. And that's just... Do you know, and you know how that happened? Is because that woman was like, I'm going to look into this. Let's see. She decided, like, uh, no, I'm going to push. I'm going to do something. I'm going to look into this. And I'm going to make a video about Like, I'm going to say something. Imagine if everybody was doing that. You never know where these, you never know where it ends up, you know? I bet she probably didn't think that video was going to go all over the fucking world like it did. It would end up here, you know? A cartoon of a pervert. He is. It's 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 a caricature. It's like some kind of it's right out of a movie. So he's like, these are the kinds of things I used to avoid in Super Mario Brothers when I was a kid. Not go to libraries to hear them tell me stories. <laughs> Brutal. It's bad, boys. She's real bad. When do we deploy the new variant? I really want to scare the shit out of people. It's about being safe and effective, guys. That's all it is. We're just trying to we're just trying to look out for you. Uh, you can't trust them. You can't trust anything they say. Check this out. John, I've not known you long, but mm. I love you already. But I have to say that Russell's great. If you don't know who Russell Brand is, check him out. That the biases that are exhibited on Fox News are any different from the biases exhibited on MSNBC. It's difficult to suggest that's, that's... that these corporations operate as anything other than mouthpieces for their affiliate owners in BlackRock and Vanguard. And, and unless we start to embrace, and, and also, mate, like just spiritually, if I may use that word in your great country, we have to take responsibility. <laughs> Ability for our own perspective. Right. I've been on that MSNBC, yeah. mate. It was right. propagandist nutcrackery yeah. you, on there. You, I went on the show called Morning Joe. Yeah. It was absurd the way they carried <laughs> Good on. Morning Joe. Yes. Yeah, was, I don't it. know what it was. It wasn't morning. There was no one called Joe there. No one could concentrate. They didn't understand the basic tenets of journalism. No one was willing to stick up for genuine American heroes uh, like Edward Snowden. No one was willing to talk about Julian Assange and what he suffered trying to bring real journalism to the American. American people and I think more guys like this the castle of MSNBC throwing rocks oh. at Fox News is ludicrous. My friends, make my MSNBC friend. better. My make friend. MSNBC my great friend. again. My friend, I would love I would Who have thought who had Russell Brand is, is a far right neo Nazi. Never saw that coming. Um, the moment that you give me a specific example an actual example. I'd like to hear a specific example, a provable specific example of an MSNBC correspondent or anchor being on television saying something they knew was false and were saying behind the scenes to people, this is, I'm about to go out and we know that we know that the election wasn't stolen You've or something equivalent, example. but I will go, I but I will go saying. out, but I will go out on television and say the okay. opposite. I will lie. When's I'll, my answer? We, we give, just give me a give me the specific example. I understand the basic okay. point. Give me a specific I, 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 example. I, I, all right. All I'm right. with you. I think it's a false equivalency, Russell. It's a it's false. No, it's I, not. I, that's I, your I, own bias. It's a false equivalency. It's, it's not about bias. It's a false equivalency because you don't <clears> actually know anything about 
any of these organizations you're talking about, even on MSNBC once, big fucking deal. My darling, you it was more than enough. My darling. You have a single actual fact. What an idiot. Do you want an example? The ludicrous, outrageous criticisms of Joe Rogan around ivermectin, deliberately referring to it as a horse medicine when they know it's an effective medicine. What Rachel Maddow turning up on the TV saying, if you take this vaccine, you're not going to get it, when it hadn't been clinically trialed for transition. You have to listen. Do you think you can improve America by determinedly and avowedly condemning Fox? He thinks he can just talk over him and say, no, no response, not responsible. Not, not, no, it just, it's not. Name a single example. I have a million. None of those ma- Show me the source. Is that an accredited source? Like, it's, it's a Reddit guy. It's Russell Brand versus a guy from Reddit who is, I mean, appears to have a tennis ball sized head, and that would, that would be appropriate considering the size of the brain that I think occupies the inside of that skull. Do you want an example? The ludicrous, outrageous criticisms of Joe Rogan around ivermectin, deliberately referring- Incredibly safe drug, Nobel Prize winning drug for its safety, administered to a billion people with a B. A B. It's not horse paste. The reason they had to vilify this, and this would have saved people's lives, by the way. And they knew this. This was known. That ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine- in certain protocols, had a dramatic, uh, had, had a very good effect and outcome on these patients. However, the only way you can get an, an emergency use authorization for these vaccines is if there's no alternative treatment. It's this or nothing. We have no chance. Oh, we're at the mercy of the virus. And if only there was something. We had something. And the government went, no, no, not that. Why is that? Because I, because ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine are very cheap, easy to produce, no brand label, nothing. It's, it's just... Now, I can't make any money off of that. It's in the way. So they banned it. They told people to stop you, and they went out of their way. They stopped shipments of it into the country to herd people into the, no, you got to get the needles. It's the only way. And they think that's not a, I mean, how many people suffer as a result of that, do you think? So you banned a Nobel Prize winning drug because it was inconvenient for your fucking monetary schemes. And now you want to sit here and, and say, again, anything, nothing they say can be, not a fucking God damn word. Not a fucking word of it ever. Never again. Referring to it as a horse non, medicine when they know it's an effective medicine. Yeah, that, that's what not a Rachel Maddow turning up on the TV saying, if you take well, this vaccine, you're not going to get it when it hadn't been clinically trialed for transition. You have to listen. Wait, Do you think you can improve response. America by determinedly and avowedly condemning Fox News without acknowledging that you're participating in the same game? I'm... Did you not just listen to Bernie <laughs> Sanders, someone who plainly legitimately believes in this country and believes it's possible to change, but is bound by corruption, is bound by the lobbying system. Surely it's clear to you, Bill, as one of the great pundits and experts and comic voices that systemic change is required. Money has to be taken out of politics. We need new political systems that genuinely represent ordinary Americans so that we can overcome cultural differences and bickering about which propagandist network is the worst is not going to save a single American life, not improve the life of a single American child, not going to improve America's standing in the world, and the world needs a strong America. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you that. So you have an obligation, a duty, not to condemn these people.
Don't listen to him, though. He's That guy's making sense. That guy's making sense. Russell's, uh, you know, I don't agree with everything that he says, but he's uh, he's a fairly enlightened fella. I like I, I find his, his perspectives interesting a lot of the time, and he gets a lot of, you know, how, how you know, what, what's going on. He's not new. Russell's not been... He's been doing this on the internet for a number of years now, and I remember way back when he was a drug-addicted... He was basically like British Charlie Sheen for a little while, was married to Katy Perry, you know? Had a bit of a meltdown, got did heroin for a while, you know? Life went off the rails, and then he just started, you know? He's he's a, he's an interesting guy, you know? Uh, but it's it's clear that he he very he you know he cares and he he does uh, he does a lot of work for people he does a lot of puts puts a lot of uh, effort into into trying to help people and stuff and I I really like that guy and he knows about Diagalon <laughs> you know <laughs> remember when he said he was talking about Slippin' Lizard and Slippin' Lizard and Mr. Trev Lee are not exactly a threat to your democracy you know remember that that was insane like why is Slippin' Lizard on Russell Brand what the fuck is happening Diagalon is the center of the universe that's why. That's why. That's what's happening. You know. Um, you know. Oh, look. More more thuggish cop behavior. You want to see some more of this? You guys love that. That's your favorite. You're not going to leave. I'm going to trespass you right Excuse now. Excuse me. We're talking about uh, Palowski, the who is a fucking... I have a comment right here. If you're refusing to leave, I'm going to trespass you, Arthur. What kind of a comment constitutes this? All right. What kind Arthur, of a comment? I'm trespassing you for 30 days. Please Whoa. leave. What? Leave right now. Where are we going? Nope. Who do you think oh, you are? Please leave right now. And what? Does, does Dondek no, need a no permit to have a I've press conference in this building? Does the mayor need a press conference? need a permit to have a press conference here? Why does he need a permit? I've asked him multiple times to leave. Oh, I can pause it. So what's going on here is Arthur Pulowski and his his little crew here, I guess he's making some kind of statement or he's trying to make a press at City Hall. You know, public building. He's got some, you know, his people there, and they're going to record some kind of statement or something, and it's cold outside, so they're going to... No. No, they don't like them. They're persona... Not, so they're just going to be... These fucking people, man. And you guys are not... You're blocking a fire exit right now. And you were you told, told that we are here because it's cold outside. Didn't we say that to you we're going to do it outside? Right? So stop it. Just stop it. Stop being a stop being a Nazi. Stop being a Nazi. This is not a private property. It's a city hall. This is a city hall. This is a public building. This is a city hall. This is unbelievable. That's got to be his brother, is it? The guy with the the beard. Looks like him. Light him up! Just doing my job! I'm a security! I'm just doing my job! Just get in the train! Just get on the train, guys! Just doing my job! Listen! It's time to get on the train! You got you gotta get on the train right now! I don't wanna have to be doing this, but I'm just doing my job, okay? When you get to the camp, you can deal with them there, but right now I need you to just get on the train, okay, you guys? I just need you to get. All right, listen, okay. listen. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get back up, and we're gonna put you on the train. If you don't get on on your own. Yavol Hauptmann. Mall cop on a power trip. That's all of them. They're all like that now. Scum, absolute scum. It's insane. So. That's the situation, guys. We have 
We have an entire government that is fine with you starving to death. They're, they're, they don't, we're not the same. They don't care about the things we care, the, the things that really matter to us that, you know, will, makes life worth living and, and why, you know, we like it here and all that. They're coming after all of that stuff and they, they don't really care um, what you want or what's good for you or what you need. I mean, clearly, they'll lie about anything. They lie about everything. Anything and everything. Things that could have saved lives, they lied about. Things that Information that could have saved lives, they lied about that. They suppress this. They cover that up. They promote incompetent people. They appoint their friends to investigate themselves. I mean, come on. And they have no moral authority. It's I, I, I'm more angry at the opposition characters, you know, the conservatives, than I am the, than in the liberals. At least they're honest. They'll tell you straight up what they're going to do, and they do it. And the people that are meant to be guarding the walls, making sure that, you know, they, they just fell asleep. At the, they went to sleep on the job. They went to sleep on the job, and here we are in 2023 with literally no choices federally. They're all the same, you know. Max is plugging along there, with, you know, basically by himself. But there is, and everybody gravitated right to him, you know. Oh, Pippi, Pippi is gonna, you know, is gonna get the lips up. They don't want to think past, like this is as far as they thought. They think as far as because of so much, you know, negative exposure. Instinctively, most people agree and understand that this guy in in you know the prime minister's office is is terrible. It's awful. And uh, accurate. Correct. Yes. He's got to go. Yes. He, we got to get rid of him. Correct. We got to replace him with this guy. No. <laughs> you know? They've thought as far as that. They, they've attributed all of this negativity, all the problems. It's because of this guy. And, and, and we get rid of him. Then the problems go with him. That's how, that's how they think. That's how the normie, you know. Conservative voter, average conservative party enjoyer thinks that if we get rid of, you know, annoying man on TV whose face I keep seeing when bad things happen, if we get rid of him, the bad things will go away. End of story. Not a single thought past that whatsoever. It's 5G chess. No, it's not. No, it's not. They, they don't represent your values. They don't care about anything that you care about. They're, they're, full, they're going full speed on the central bank digital currencies, the digital IDs, the climate, all of it, man. I don't care what they say. Oh, he said this. I don't care what they say. I care what they do, and I've seen what they've done enough over the past uh, couple of decades. I have seen absolutely no reason to differenti- differentiate these people at all. At their cores, they're the same. They're morally bankrupt people. They're... They're fucking politicians. So, you know, people people flocked to it because they, they looked in this direction. You know, oh, I stood next to James Top and took a picture. There's a picture of me near the convoy, and I didn't openly come out and say you were all Nazis. That's basically as far as you got for a commitment. Even though he basically did do that while condemning Christine Anderson, calling her a racist and a neo-Nazi and all this crazy stuff. Baseless accusations with, you know. Just like the liberals playing identity politics, calling people racist, trying to cancel people, exactly the fucking same. They think the same. They've succeeded in dragging the conservative party so far left that they don't even realize that they're the same now. The conservative party today is more liberal than the liberals were in the 90s. 
the liberals of the 1990s and or even early 2000s, mid-2000s. The conservative party now is more liberal than that. The liberals of the 90s would have voted down like drag queen story time and all that stuff. No, no, no. No, we can't be doing that. How far they've come. And how far will they go? How much is to remain to be seen? So if uh, you're waiting for these people to come and take care of you and fix this, it's not going to happen. So this is this kind of ties into what I was saying with the you know the fitness thing and why it's so important. It's a it's a core identity of of you as a person. This is something you can control. This is your but it's yours body to do with you know whatever you please. And you can't control everything. You can't control the weather. You can't control what these other people are doing. You can't control what they do on TV, what the state does, what the media does. You can't. But you can control that. You can decide what you do with yourself. And you can take ownership of that. You can have some power in that. You can have some control. Take control of your life one step at a time. And if you're not in shape and you're not, that's the first thing you need to do. And if you do that, you're going to start building some forward momentum. You're, going to be, you're not going to be one of these people that's just going to complain and be like, I wish I fucking, you're doing something about it. That is a monumental fucking difference. That's the hardest part is to start. It's a little bit less difficult to keep going. It's still hard for a while until you really get used to it. Three days, it goes in three. This is, you know, anecdotal evidence, but generally, you know, this is what I always tell new people when they make it three days. All right, just shoot for three days. Do it for three days in a row. Can you do it for three days? When you get to three days, then go for three weeks. If you can do it for three three days, you're almost at a week. You do one week, you can do three. Can you do three weeks? That, and then when you get to three weeks, three months. And if you're still doing it three months in, you're probably going to be doing it three years in if you if you stick with it, right? You can take ownership of yourself and take responsibility for yourself and start building forward momentum and having control over things and start realizing that you have the power to change your own life all on your own. With that is going to come self-confidence. Is There's going to be a renewed sense of, you know, you not being a joke. You're going to be, you know, proud of yourself for the, for the steps forward that you're taking. And you're going to start building a, a, a more resilient a you. Because it's not easy. Do you think it's fun? You know, I could barely fucking walk all weekend. My legs hurt so much, right? But it's like, this is the cost of doing business. I'm willing to put up with that. You have to, you know, grind through this and push through these, you know, inconveniences. Oh, it's cold out. It's raining. I don't want to go for a run today. Fuck off. You know, Goggins will come here and he'll beat the shit out of you. All right. Go, 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 go do it. Go do something. So you have, you know, that's, that's one part, one part of it that you can control and you can take ownership of. And it's going to set you up for everything else. You'll think better, you'll sleep better, you'll have more energy, you'll live longer, you won't get as sick when you do get sick, you won't be as depressed when you do get depressed, all this stuff. Once you take control of one part of your life like that and make it your responsibility, and not just whine and complain about it and say, oh, you know, it's somebody else because of this and victimhood mentality, fuck that. Once you do that... You're going to start to change as a person. And what's required here with this, forget the fucking conservative party. Forget all these people, and these figureheads that you think are going to do anything for you. The best representation that you can possibly get, if you want somebody to, you know, nobody speaks for us and we don't have, you know, you could do it yourself. You speak for you. You're the best representation of yourself. What do you need some other guy to show up for you. What do you what do you need them for to fix this? But why can't you do something? 
Why can't you get involved? Because they don't represent us at all. We have to represent ourselves. We have to take ownership of the situation. We have to take control of our life and, and realize that we are the authors of our own, our own lives here. And if you're sitting around waiting for something to happen, for something to get better, for somebody else to come start making changes in your life to, to make things better, that will never happen. So I said in the earlier, there's good news and maybe bad news. The good news is if you're looking for someone to motivate you, hold you accountable, change, you know, change things around for you and make, make positive changes in your life, they're a lot closer than you think they are. They're very, very close right now. The potentially bad news is that that person is in the mirror. And I really think if we had, you know, enough people take personal responsibility for themselves and start to take pride in themselves and start to take ownership of their situation and start to push back in just small ways, a little bit at a time, because you know what? They want you. They want you fat and they want you sick and they want you lazy and tired and sad and depressed and they love it when you fucking kill yourselves and you sign up for it. They love that shit. Like, oh, look, good. A nice, a good, quashed, subservient, broken people that are going to do whatever the fuck I want. That's what they like to see. That's right. Go watch your hot di- hockey games. Go eat your hot dogs. There you go. Don't mind me. Don't pay attention to anything I'm doing. Just the act of taking care of yourself is literally an act of resistance at this point. What do you got to lose? You only live once. I missed a lot of these rumble ones. Madam Breezy, thank you very much. Just you know what else helps change a person? Listening to the read a book song. It's a life-changing uh, experience, I guess. I'll have to get it another time, Miss Breezy. I'm sorry. There's a bunch of other... I remember there was Ram on Rumble. Nelson. They don't save the chat, so I have to scroll back manually. It's a, how you ran. Todd Salerno. Uncle Kenny, there you go. Mama J and Vic Gotnik. Thank you very much, guys. War Criminal CRJ. I'm not done with you. Godzilla, Jenstein. Slamma Monolita, Little Foot, Satoshi for Real Donald T, Blams, Man on the Mountain, St. Maurice Bear, Dr. Jenstein, Cappy Dread, North of Nothing, Jacob Powell, Making Games, thank you very, very much, guys, I appreciate that. Plan Padre, Colbert's Mom, Zebek's Demise, Mr. Bullock, Coldron Scarps, Big Ed and Plan Padre, thank you guys very much, I appreciate it. RagingDistant.com for all of the links to all of the stuff in there. You know, whatever. We're going to get the shirts real soon. We got a couple of coins left, a couple patches left. If you want to identify as a terrorist and scare your neighborhood and give your local police something to do, thegrift.shop. Go to thegrift.shop and, or don't. I don't care if you do. We don't care. Do it, don't do it. Nobody cares. Nobody's ever cared. That's it, that's all! I'll see you next time. Take care of yourself, guys! See you on the beach. 
Duck dives. Look in the mirror. It's us or nobody. Nobody's coming. Nobody's coming to help. Who's going to carry the boats? I don't know. I feel I think this is entrapment. I'm pretty I don't know. I I mean, I don't So you want to you like the idea. You want to create pop-up facilities that you know that and that Trantifa is going to attack in an ambush. You want to you want to it's a trap. You want to ambush them. They would fall for So you you want to you want to just leave a pile of guns in the open. You learned this from the Airborne, didn't you? They would leave things in the open knowing people would try and steal it and then shoot them when they did. Is that... Phil, no, you can't be the police. Because this is why. Because you're just you're just putting people in situations where you get to murder them quasi-legally. I mean, you're just working the ropes so you can get it. No, Phil, no! Take that off! No, do not! Do not! No! You're not the police, Phil! You're a... Well, you're a murdering psychopath! I don't care if you... No! No, the song doesn't change anything for me. You're not even a human. No one is going to buy this. Everyone will run in fear. You're an upright walking goat in a police uniform. You've been coked out for a week. And you have a flamethrower. You're not... No, you're not sneaking up on anybody. Trust me. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? Because if I let you outside, when you tomorrow is gonna be a very aggressive news cycle, okay? You need to sleep this one off. So why are you acting like Yes, I disconnected your flamethrower. Phil, it's Monday night, the weekend's over. You gotta come on, buddy. What you gonna do when they come for you? Bad boys, bad boys. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? You chuck it on that one, you chuck it on that one.